You are listening to Radio Sock Talks, brought to you by NUI Galway's Radio Society. On today's show, we chat about our favourite memories from past Radio Sock 24-hour shows. We catch up with some of our past society members and see what they've been up to over the last year. We catch up with the last year's headline act, Undercover Martians, and chat about their upcoming music releases, find out their thoughts on virtual gigging and much more. Stay tuned and don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.
So during the week, we got to virtually catch up with some of our former committee pals to see how they've been getting on and to reminisce about our time in NUI Galway's Radio Sock. Here's what we said. Hi, I'm Liam. I'm currently the auditor of Radio Sock. Hi, I'm Lisa and I am currently the vice auditor of Radio Sock. Hi, I'm Reggie. I'm the former and frankly best PRO of Radio Sock. Hi, I'm Felipe and I am the former auditor of Radio Sock. Hi, I'm Patrick and I'm the current secretary of Radio Sock. What are you doing? How are you? I haven't seen you in ages. It's been quite some time. I've been at home for many months. It's mm. it's it's happening. Yeah, COVID <laughs> will do yourself? that. Oh, same. I'm in my childhood bedroom. Oh, same. Well, kind of. I moved while I was a child, so it was kind of like mostly my childhood. Ah. Except from like 10 or 11. Ah, I've got, I've got all these. <gasps> There's like... Literally so many teddies. Teddies and wine. <laughs> <laughs> I love the company. It's perfect. <laughs> wine shows it's kind of a good um, representation of how my life's going at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, same. I don't have the teddies though to keep me comfortable. <laughs> it's, it's just beer. It's all the <laughs> beer. Beer and Fucking hell, I keep finding more of them as well. <laughs> Ooh. Multiplying everywhere. <laughs> well, I'm just currently in my sitting room because my room is a tip and I didn't want that in the background. <laughs> so this is the solution. <laughs> but, you know. Like it's stripped back. It's, what's, what's the word for it? Like it's Minimalist. Minimalist, that's it. Minimum. Minim. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just like I like all my posters and stuff, but unfortunately, like you can see like where my camera would be, you could see my bed and you can see all the shit I've just thrown onto it to get out of my way <laughs> to clear the desk. Because all because that's how my room works, is everything is just plonked in one place and it's usually the place I need to be, so I have to move it from there to another place. And then that's usually behind me or else it's just shoved like where the camera can't see. So that's literally yeah. my room, exactly. That's oh. very much About my room. Five minutes right now. before I joined the Zoom call, um, there was a load of paper. because um, I just um I just met up with my boyfriend there a minute ago because he's moving to Sweden and I haven't seen his mother since Christmas. So she gave me the Christmas present from Christmas just there. And all of there is just there's still a bag on it. So I didn't clean it up properly, but but it's still a nice background, though. In fairness, mm. like it's pretty cool. How's yourself, Liam? What's the crack? What you been at? How much? It's been uh, uh, spent the last little while uh, editing together Felipe's interview. Oh, lovely! Oh, nice. That's coming along. I actually just got a free trial for Adobe Edition just directly before this because, just because I really hate using Audacity. Audacity just drives me crazy. Oh, fucking I, I can't stand using it anymore. I just need to use it in Audition. Um, I, oh, I got um, voiceover work for, um, for an agency and I've been using Audacity to try and like because like, I don't have any of my equipment in Dublin so like 
I have to like try and make it not sound like absolute shit with Audacity, and it's just a fucking nightmare to use. And just, yeah, that sounds about yeah, right. True. It's unless you have so a good hard. equipment, it's yeah. just. And I don't. <laughs> well, I all, I, don't. all I have is a mic, and that is it. Like, and otherwise, I just. <laughs> I just roll with it. <laughs> I honestly can't. I'm just pl- I'm I'm just gotten myself prepared now to go on infinitely many free trials. So I'm just gonna keep changing my name. I'll make up <laughs> as many email addresses as I can just just so I can keep using that dish. <laughs> I just don't. I just don't That's want to do it. That is the only way to do it because like I tried to get Adobe for photography for the um for, for all my photos and stuff and I was like I'm going to invest I'm going to invest but my problem is with those kind of platforms I'm like ooh I could use the animation one and ooh I might use the video the video editing ooh I might get audition and then I, then I end up going let's just price together and I'm like mm, not a student budget no <laughs> and then no, and then I was like how can I con them into thinking that yes there's now a graphic design course in NUIG so I'm using the email <laughs> I'm not doing science who said I was doing science <laughs> how successful have you been with that and please can I not enroll very. in this imaginary course you have <laughs> not very Oh no! We just start our own university and just the university of us. <laughs> university oh. of us. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like I that. Just, we can do this. I but just, as long as they think it's NUIG, though, like as more like a part of NUIG, because because <laughs> like you know, Flirt actually has a su- subscription, whatever, to that stuff. Yeah, and Flirt does, but also I'm assuming whatever. There has to be some courses in UIG that has. Well, I just I, I'm just thinking of stuff. sourcing a really lazy graphic design students that I can use. Because they can get like all of it for free as part of their course. So I'm like, why? <laughs> why can't we get that? <laughs> I wonder if like we could apply to the society office to get like could you partially fund? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, we'll just say we've teamed up with Photosock and we need to be like just as good as them at it. So it could swing something. True. Yeah, because be I mean, it'd be kind of dodgy for like an audio based society to be like looking for graphic design software. You never know. <laughs> we could be branching out. We could be branching out and developing our skills. Yeah. And we can collab with other societies unless we have, we have all the experience and all these other Adobe things. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> FilmSock don't That's want to it. talk to us unless we have all the Sock do not oh, want to talk perfect. to us. This is perfect. We can go to Soxbox and go, you don't want to encourage bullying. You no, <laughs> discrimination <laughs> against those of us who use audio editing. Mm, mm, I like this medium based like evil plan of ours. Our scheme is really coming together. <laughs> Write it down quick, <laughs> burn the paper, and remember it so no one could ever trace it back to us. <laughs> I'm very serious. <laughs> Who's taking the minutes for this meeting? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I swear, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, God. Do we actually talk about our individual favourite moments, though, of radio software, like that? Yeah, 
Sure. You brought it up, Patrick. You go first. <laughs> oh, no, I love Snow Snow. Honestly, the 24-hour shows were the most fun. They, they were the most fun. It was usually the late hours for my favorite parts of those as well because you could literally say whatever the fuck you like. <laughs> Sorry. It's always fun. <laughs> but yeah, you can just you can go go on whatever, talk about whatever you like. I remember one of the years we did a live acapella session of just four of us. We did a barbershop quartet in quartet, whatever. That just might be. Why not? Like honestly, why yeah. not? <laughs> that might be one of my favorite moments for sure. It was, that was so great. random. It was, it was so, so random. good. Someone though. just started singing. Wait. Just, Five in the morning, someone starts singing, and we all just joined in. Who was in the corset? <laughs> was it was the me, corset? Patrick. Was it Javier? Javier and Felipe. Felipe. Yeah, that, that <laughs> <was>. <laughs> just because why not? It, that was. I mean, Javier talked about that in our actual uh, interview as well. Because Javier, um, he said that was one of his favorite moments. He did because he came in at that year round. He did like a very short segment during the day that year, or whatever. But then. He had to work like night shift or something like that, whatever. So as soon as he's finished work, he just came right back in or whatever. He was way more energetic than any of us. The rest of us are all dead. And he just had this energy about him, whatever. It was great. Honestly, it was, it was exactly what that show needed. But yeah, uh, I don't know who even started singing first, but it was great, whatever it is, whatever that was. Mine was probably that one year where you were late, so we had Patrick watch. Yes. Patrick watch. I got, yeah, that was, I was so not expecting any of that. In fairness, I expected to get some backlash, like just a little bit, but um, yeah, in fairness, I probably deserved it. But. <laughs> yeah, I think, what was it? You went to uh, Wyvern Lingo the night before, was it? Yeah, it was a concert on before. I think it was Alt Twins. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it was, was Alt Twins concert. Um, and that, it was really good. I remember thinking that concert was amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just did not get up the next morning. I got, I was too hungover, basically. Fair but, enough. But it made, it in, it made for good segments. You're like, oh yeah, we got some class content to Patrick being late. Oh, yeah, just <laughs> that for hours. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure I was about four or five hours late, like, so. Yeah, it was about, yeah, about that. <laughs> it was good, it was good, I thought. Um, there was also, um... Was it oh, Greg? Gary? Gary? Gary, Greg. There was this part where someone was randomly texting into the yes. radio, and um, <laughs> I was like, Greg. this is like four or five a.m., and I don't know who was on the <laughs> desk, but they kept reading, oh, it was... Tesco Joe and Mike or something like Mike and Tesco <laughs> Joe were on yeah. the radio and we kept sending texts in <laughs> about this mysterious Gary or Greg or something with a G. I don't remember what that the was name really was, yeah, but it was Yeah. yeah I just remember uh, that like, was good. Oh, got another text from Greg. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> Who was the guy on the on on last year, remember we had a guy that kept tech, like tweeting. Uh, Wes Anderson. We had Wes, and, yeah. and we had Wes Anderson texting to Blur at five in the morning. That was such oh. a weird like. It was oh, it, it turns out like Steve. Me and Darren talked about this actually because it was actually Steve was the first person. It was just a random guy, Steve, whatever, and then 
Wes Anderson turned out to be Steve's long lost brother or something like that. <laughs> it got really convoluted. It was so great. It went on for a while, at least an hour of just getting more. The story just got more and more complicated. But it was fun. It was fun. The well, weird I don't thing this was during one of the 24 hour shows, but um, I think it was, I think DC Radio Sock joined us for something anyway. Oh, yes. Yeah, U- yeah, UCD came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah UCD. That was great. I, I walked in to, because I had to like, like do something with the devils. And there was a guy I went to school with there, and I was like just sitting in the corner, and he was like, Oh hey! And I was like, oh Ross, yeah. It's like I'd gone to primary school with this lad, and I'd known him for about like twenty years. <laughs> Madness. Like... I remember that was was that the one where there was loads of them? Like there was loads of people coming in, way more than we expected, and they all <laughs> there was like thirty people. Yeah, oh, that was a lot. Studio one. <laughs> that was a lot. I remember. Yeah. Um... It was it was nice. They took like an hour segment, whatever, to stress off us. Um, I'm pretty sure it was like already late enough in the day. And at that stage, it was, it was like only four of us doing it. Yeah. I can't so it was, imagine. It was, it was a lot of work. Yeah. Like, how many did we have last year then? We had, like, I think last year was the biggest committee we had, like. Yeah, uh, it was, like, I know I... I did a show, Neve did a show, um, you and, um, you and Javier did a show, Lean did a show as well, didn't you? And then uh, Kieran mm-hmm. interviewed your man who was running the, the charity. Um, yes, the CEO, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like it was, like, that was just like last year to me was just mental because I was I was saying this this to the lads um you know undercover Martians like that weekend was just such an odd sort of a time because like it was the weekend before the country shut down like I I was saying to like I remember like Friday I I got an interview to go like it opened Donegal for a job and I went up on the Friday night came back on the Saturday and got into Galway like 11 o'clock and then was in studio for eight before eight oh. and it was just such a weird kind of wait wait where have it and I remember like, and I, just me being stupid I I had had a like an hour show every week and I thought oh do you know what for this who needs an hour maybe I'm going to do two I had two <laughs> interviews two hours live never did live I think I've done one live show before the 24 hour show. And I remember yeah. sitting in the studio in hour two going, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and Alice and Neve were like, yeah, all right. And like, this is coming up. I knew I had a half, the half hour call. And I was like, why did I do this? Like, and it was, and like one of the interviews, fair enough, was that morning. It wasn't even like live, live. So that was like okay, but I had gums coming in out of rehearsals, like for I think they were doing in, they were supposed to be doing cast for interversities. So I them sitting and interviewing, and then they had to run back, and then I was playing music, and then I was like, shit, I'm supposed to fill in like, and then I people requesting music, and I didn't get to do one of the requests. My aunt was like, you never play Dancing oh. Queen, you never play queen i was like d i can't like i was barely oh, keeping it together and i remember walking out of studio going i'm never doing that again 
I don't think I've ever been as stressed, but that was a great moment at the same time. <laughs> or the game. It's always those. Like as a it's always those that make you terrified <laughs> and delightful. <laughs> it kind of makes you love the lifestyle. I don't know. I feel like you have to have all those experiences because I remember I the first ever like the proper it was one of my first times being live and being the host, I remember. Yeah. Was I was actually the first, it was actually the first 24 hour show. Uh, and I was interviewing the bands. And I'll never forget, one of the first bands I interviewed for that was French Kit, and they were determined to give me the worst interview ever. <laughs> I guess it, I'd ask them, oh, so what kind of music do you play? And they just said, Spanish. It's like, oh, kind of <laughs> Spanish genre, Latin music. And they just said, no, 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 Spanish. And that was all I got. <laughs> Everything else was yes answers, no answers, no elaboration whatsoever. Like the entire interview was so painful. I got nothing from them. But like whatever about it being like natural, like maybe they're not as talkative. Like that is the worst situation to be in, especially when it's live. Like whatever about, you know, like when it's when it's pre-recorded because you can kind of joke around and you can like break the ice of it, but you're like sitting there going, just say something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk about your pets. Talk about your hobbies. Talk about something. Just no, it was a great you know, it was a great interview. Um, I got, I think the same year I interviewed Vulture Casino. And like, if you ask Echo to talk about his music, he can just go on for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and just fabulous interview. Um, the rest of that, I don't think they got a word in anyways. <laughs> but Echo was talking for like an hour and a bit. So that was good. I had the same experience, actually. Thank God I interviewed Dead or Jive straight after French oh. Kid. And Joycey can talk and talk and talk. Joycey mm. loves his stuff. And I was so happy. It was the most relieving thing ever is when he can just talk and talk and talk. And I'm like, happy. I'm sitting there happy. But yeah, no, it, it, that's the best thing ever. When you really can just ask them a bit about music and they can just go off on about it. That's perfect. I like I've always said like I'd rather someone like talk too much than not talk mm. because like oh, yeah. at, least, at least then you can choose to cut out like whatever like I'd rather have more material to kind of work with the gig last year was just a highlight to me I thought the gig last year was insane and it was a colossal thing that we managed to do it like that was that was huge yeah. that we managed to live stream it and it really went off without a hitch now obviously Felipe is a god on the on the desk mm. but you know, and Alice in the studio, Jesus, I don't know what we would have done. Mm. Yeah, that went very well. Like, we managed to transition pretty quickly over to the DJs over yeah. in the studio. And, like, as well, like, it's it's not like it's next door. No. Like, it was... 20 minutes very away. Very distance, yeah. Yeah. And yet we managed to get between the two, <laughs> kept the link going, kept the whole thing, we just kept the whole show on the road the whole time, yeah. and it was... Yeah, and, and it didn't feel like it could have literally been beside us and, and no one would have known if they like, you know, if they weren't there like that, it, you know, there was no like literally what I'm saying is there nothing went wrong. And in a mm. situation like that, something is bound to go wrong. So to think like that was a Sunday, the Thursday we were shut down and we had we packed our Snaguel out that night, like packed mm. it. You couldn't move in the place. Like, sometimes was, I just think about the fact that, that was about two weeks before lockdown started as well. It wasn't even but, two weeks. Mm. It, was, it, was, it, was week it was so close to it, yeah. So yeah. it's it was, just hard to believe that we just about got it in as well. 
yeah. like just got that 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 rate 24 hour show before it was too late and and the and like the most amazing thing is like before that we mightn't have even had a 24 hour show because you remember the thing about the building's office oh yeah. don't we, talk to me oh that oh. We, we nearly didn't get to actually hold it and i remember like sitting in Beelin with lean going what are we gonna do because mm. You know, like, and, and in that, at that stage, Corona was like, ah, it's their issue. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't an Irish wasn't, thing yet. Yeah. And, like, that wasn't even in our scope. We were like, okay, so next weekend, maybe the weekend after, like, what if we can get them to do that? And sure, we wouldn't have had it then. This wouldn't have even been a conversation. Mm. Had that happened. So thank God that we actually did manage to have the show in the end. I remember buildings have been a problem a couple of times. Like I'm pretty sure the first year we tried to do it as well, they were they didn't cause you know you're in university after hours or whatever. It, like it's a whole weird thing with them. But it was only for the fact that Flirt had that like 24 hour license that they like as an FM or something like that they're allowed to be 24 hours. So that's why like the late hours we have to stay only in the studio and the building is essentially blocked well, in or whatever. Mm. Uh, I think that was more of an issue last year, but mm. I think it's been a thing for a couple of years, like whatever, where they just seem to not like the idea whatsoever, even though Flirt does have the, mm. the right to it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't know they why it would be an issue going forward, though, because, like, I mean, all the 24 hours I've been to, we've not wrecked the place. Mm. Yet. No. Yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, last year they did a big kind of a clampdown where they didn't let anyone do any kind of like overnight thing there. Was that after Potter Sock's little? Orgy? It was after Potter Sock's little adventure, like a little oh. while ago. Oh, sorry, you said adventure. I went for fully for the all down. fully for the bit there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but like all the societies who put in for like conventions and lock-ins and stuff, they didn't know that their stuff had been denied till we got denied, mm. and we were so oh. close to the thing, and we were freaking out. Yeah. And then they found out. Oh wait, no. Oh, we can't do this either. So that's why I think that's partly why we did get it in the end is just because it kind of, it kind of like everyone went, wait, hold on. This is new. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't, you updated the rules without you telling us. Tell us. Yeah. Mm. And Soxbox were like, okay, yeah, no, they didn't actually tell you. So fair enough. So they kind of, we pushed back a little bit so then we got it. So, yeah. But that was a very stressful afternoon. What's your favorite memory from Radio Sock 24 Hour Shows, Felipe? Radio Sock 24 Hour Shows. Um, mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was I mentioning that to Liam, that time that UCD decided to bomb us. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, we've already gotten that, that. We've already accepted that from before. So, like, uh, Reggie already said that. So, we're not, you, you have to think of something else. Okay. Josh falling asleep in the middle of the queue <laughs> when we were trying to clean up. <laughs> oh, it was Josh. It was Josh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Sorry, it was name redacted. There's a lot of ne- memories of name redacted during 24 hour shows. <laughs> There's been plenty of, na- plenty of stories about name redacted. Yeah, name redacted <laughs> was quite a character during those times. Like, mm. there were dying times, but name redacted certainly contributed. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so you had the gig in the cube. Yeah. So the first year that we put, uh, threw it on, and the, we decided to put the gig on in the cube, 
um, which was meant to go live then through Flirt. But mm-hmm. it was such an absolute disaster of a yoke that we ended up uh, recording the next year during the um, 24-hour show and then putting it on, which is when I think Liam uh, was joining us too. Um, Owen being the great person to record, but like it was just, no, it wasn't only just stressful getting the uh, cube up and running for a gig. It was also really, really, really difficult to get people into the cube for a gig. Yeah. We had mm-hmm. wine, we had food, we had quite a few ways to try and entice people in, but nobody was biting. Yeah. <laughs> no I one. think it was because it was the weekend. In fairness, that was the weekend. And I think Who it's because to to students tend to weekend. go home. They, they go home for the weekend or whatever. They... It's, re- it's really weird, isn't it? Like the whole like the fact that there's no sort of life at the weekend, like considering that's probably the best time to ever go to a gig. Mm. like not on a college night not when you have an assignment due the next day like it's just weird now obviously people want to go home to their families but I don't know like does anyone else like watch American movies like when they were growing up and go that's what college is like and then you went to college and were like oh this is shit like this isn't (laughs) this isn't what it's like wow Lisa I thought we really enhanced your life (laughs) <laughs> I you do, Patrick. You do. Aww. But the rest of it, no. But yeah, as you say, the cube. The cube is a like is a brilliant venue in theory, but a crap venue unless you're like very good at steering people. Like drama socks seem to have it set. Like because for some reason people are like, oh, that's where all the productions will be. But like to say there's a band or anything in the cube, they're like. Yeah, it's a it weird room acoustically, to be honest. Yeah, it's 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 a weird room, like even to perform in. Like I've performed on the stage in the cube, which is basically the floor. Let's just be real. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it is weird, like, and you don't like. I feel like you're kind of in, like, you know, the scouts hall at home. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You don't really vibe. know how to feel about the whole thing, and you're like, okay. It's it's it is definitely more of a venue that you would take your parents to rather than go to just to kind of enjoy it it is that kind of thing of like Mm. oh it's a little bit it's going to be a little bit nicer class kind of thing here it's not going Mm. to be a mad wreck of a thing which is what we were kind of going for with a gig (laughs) but um orchestra or something like yeah something like an orchestra something like a performance of a piece like that kind of yoke um where like you can convince people to really go that and exams where you have to convince people to go (laughs) yeah True. Was that the year um, when we were recording the cube? Was that the year where I did stand up to like four people? <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, was it? Was it that? that was great. <laughs> yeah. I miss most of that because I was in studio with Stan. I remember, and I was only just told this: stall, just stall everything because it wasn't coming through. The stream wasn't coming through, so I was told use up the time until we get the stream to work, like for it to come through from the cube. So yeah, I miss most actually what happened live at the thing. I remember the first thing that came through on the stream actually out in FM was French Cat saying, what the fuck is with the lights? (laughs) 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 That was literally the first thing said on the radio. Oh, oh god. I swear to God, that first year we learned a lot of lessons (laughs) As, as a group. Oh man, and personally as well. Oh god, I gotta learn shit. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie, oh, are man. you a stand-up? 
No. Yes. 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 You are okay. Because yeah. I thought, because in my head I was going, "That's a really shitty move for someone to just be going." You do comedy. No, no, I've been doing stand up for what was this two years? I've been doing stand up for like three years. Okay. So I was still shit, but like you know, it was something that I was used to. Mm. Yeah, you were experienced and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But like quality wait, wasn't there but i certainly knew what i was trying to do well that no because all i was picturing was like going rock paper scissors for <laughs> clothes on no. <laughs> yeah. go and do I some mean, funny shit i mean you're not wrong <laughs> <laughs> no it was a very it was so fun it oh, was. God. That was great. Like, that, that, honestly, like, no matter how many problems there was actually that year, like, I still wanted to do another one. Mm. Like, it was great <laughs> for that. Absolutely. Where are you going? Like, hmm? I've loved every single one of them we've done. And, like, there seems to be always problems with all of them, at least in some way or another. I think we've gotten better over the years, but that's mm. because, obviously, experience and all of that, whatever. But mm. I don't know. I, it's funny, the ones I remember the best are last year's one and the first year's one. I, for some reason, we did two in one year, but I can't remember much of what happened with those ones. That's just, annoying, because that was your idea. I know, that was, <laughs> it was everyone really was upset with me about that as well. <laughs> That's Why would you do this to us? It was a fair enough idea, though, to try and, like, it was the whole um, international students get as many in, involved as possible, like, so, mm-hmm. yeah, it did, it did make sense, but it doesn't make sense to do. <laughs> no, no, it, it's really an annual thing, and that's, that's that, really, like, I think, it's only workable as an annual thing, I think. It's do you guys be- think that you're going, do you think that you're going to get another one in um, next year, then, if, uh, if you're going to try and continue? Oh, oh God, yeah. Yeah? College comes back in, yeah. Certainly going well, to try for one, certainly, yeah. I've already promised Undercover Martians the headline, so... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just hope. You can headline a gig over Zoom. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said. <laughs> it's awful and a terrible experience for everybody, but you can do it. <laughs> so that's a wrap on our past and present committee catch-up. Thanks to Felipe and Reggie for joining us, and we hope to see you all in person very soon. Bye! Bye. Bye. Look after yourselves, lads. Homegrown alligator, see you later. Gotta hit the road. Gotta hit the road. The sun had changed in the atmosphere. Architecture unfamiliar. I could get used to this. Stick around and you'll see what I mean There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of If you need me, you know where I'll be I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun Feeling like someone South of the equator, navigator, gotta hit the road, gotta hit the road. A deep sea diving round the clock, 
bikini bottoms and lager tops. I could get used to this. Time flies by in the yellow and green. Stick around and you'll see what I mean. There's a mountain top that I'm dreaming of. If you need me, you know where I'll be. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun. Feeling like a someone. Welcome back yes. one and all to our very special 24 hour where a we will tribute. have it's just tribute. a tribute. You've gotta believe me. <laughs> yes. And with me now is my predecessor, mentor, and friend Felipe. Good day. How do you do? My name is Felipe. And our oh, friend. Yay. <laughs> so thank you for having me on. How was things? Very good. Yourself? Ah, not so bad. Enjoying all lockdown stuff. Out of college and it's nothing to do. It's great. Yeah. It's been pretty quiet around here too. We've tried to keep the keep the mood going, keep it going. Yep. I'm glad to hear it as well. We were talking just before this about what that radio sock is getting up to stuff still. And it's great to hear tea and chats still going and all that kind of crack. Mm. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been it's revived. <laughs> We've actually set up a new Discord for that. It's on a Discord now. It's on Discord now, yes. We have a lovely Discord uh, room set up by our, the lovely Kieran uh, for different breakout rooms, ch uh, chat center, uh, memes page, the works. <laughs> Not so bad, actually. Yeah, that sounds that sounds damn organized. <laughs> so, Felipe, you were involved with the 24-hour from the very beginning. How did that actually come about first? Because I didn't show up till the second year of all that. Yes, correct. Um, so it came about um, just having meetings, um, just trying to shoot up ideas, uh, shout out about ideas that we wanted to do, wanted to see where Radio Sock was going. And then our former secretary, uh, Alice, who you do now as well, uh, she came, she said that um, back in Hull, uh, which is where she did her undergrad, um, they were they did 24-hour shows where they would get into a gaff together, they'd have a session and they'd broadcast the session. And it sounded like 
like 24 hour show immediately like drew me because that's just the kind of events that I kind of want to do in my own life and in the future mm. at the same time um I knew that I felt rather I felt that the idea of uh, just uh, throwing up a session onto radio waves is not the best radio in the world so um that's some people will disagree with me um but yeah from there we kind of started talking out how we're going to actually do this and what we're going to do it for so we decided oh yeah we can do it for a charity we can get a load of societies involved we can introduce people to radio and all of this ended up really being a part of what radio sock was built for it was to get people into flirt fm was to get people on radio and getting them to do things that to do with radio that they had never done before so that opportunity once it came up it was an absolute no-brainer to go for so yeah we set out set about uh, trying to get it done uh, we learned a lot about the way the university works <laughs> in the first year <laughs> a lot about how the university works and rena is your best friend and um, <laughs> that that's every, most of the stuff that we can learn from it like yeah this is true so what kind of guests did you have on the first year the first year we did our best to get as many people and it was hard to get people to go on solidly and um, the first year um you know this yourself that we started doing live events as well and most of our live events were happening over in Ors Nagel at the time yes. we stayed in the university and we went to the cube so we tried to use that as our live event as our live venue and so we had um, Joycey from uh, Dead Horse Drive was working at the Soxbox at the time. So we had oh. Dead Horse Drive on. We had a couple of bands on as well. This was at a very small amount of time. Um, and it was, an, it, it was a paid event as well. Um, oh, okay. But not a lot of people came to that. So that was the kind of like live end of things. And then we had some DJs on as well. We had a good few people from DJ Sock as far as I remember, as we normally do now as well. And then we had um, Krusty Crackpot, who are also very much a staple of the uh, 24-hour show. They get the uh, late night hours. It's, they do a phenomenal job at us. It's, it's great to kind of like the witching hour of conspiracy is so fun. <laughs> yes. But uh, sadly for that first year, we did go to a lot of societies, but a lot of them kind of ended up dropping out or not seeing the value of it. So I think we had uh, some of the kind of special interest societies involved to a small degree. I think we had some uh, scientists involved as well for a small bit of um, science, science banter. I think Alice was, okay. was ahead of that. Um, yeah, but societies wise, there wasn't uh, that many to speak of. We actually ended up having to do a lot of vamping and doing a lot of um, just making up the hours um, because a lot of people canceled very suddenly on us. Um, but it wasn't impossible. That was our that was our main takeaway from it. It wasn't impossible, and we made some money for a charity. I think it was the GRC, uh, Gallagher Crisis Centre. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, um, that's what kind of what happened. That's how it went through. Yeah, the first year was would always have been kind of you had something to prove because like it you know like you said I don't think that had been done before in any YG. At least not to my knowledge anyway. 
not an event that actually lasted a full 24 hours. Mm. Like there's events where people stayed overnight in the college. There's events where people had a large amount of time working in the mm. college. This was one of the first events that actually had somebody up for the full 24 hours, making sure that things went right. Yes. And I'm not entirely sure where Flirt FM actually stood on this as well, but it was the, it was very trusting of Flirt FM actually to take us on for this too. Um, just in the first place, it was. That's <laughs> that's that's quite a risky um, dice to roll, you know. It is, yeah. Like, yeah, it could have. With the, I suppose with the wrong group, it could have gone very badly. But yeah, the right people. It, it went. It went. It went okay. I will definitely not say it went perfectly because it didn't go perfectly. We had people um, during teardown, who of the stage in the cube, who ended up having to sleep in the middle of the cube because they were so tired ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is when um college was kind of starting i think the first 24 hour no it was on a saturday but like there were still people coming in and around um Oris and mock lane mm-hmm. uh, on the sunday <laughs> and that oh, kind of like so there was a still bit of a hustle and bustle and then your man's just sleeping in the middle of the cube it's like god, god damn it <laughs> Yeah, well, once you made those connections, once uh, Flirt saw that it was a viable thing, the very next year, you decided to do two, which... Yes, <laughs> thanks to Patrick the Treasurer. Yes, <laughs> that was Patrick's <laughs> Who refused not to do 48 hours at some stage. So I think the best we could have done in that case was like the two um, and two hmm. different semesters. Yes, the amount of work you'd have to do for 48 hours. Like, oh my God, that's a killer. But um, Mm. yeah, the two uh, separate ones on the second year was another learning curve for us because it's like, okay, we can get people and let's get people. But now we're kind of running ourselves thin. We're not getting a lot of other things done. It's kind of like, it's going to be 24 hour show is just going to be a thing that happens. The original idea of actually getting it on two different semesters was also to try and include as many international students as possible because some international students end up only staying for the one semester. Mm -hmm. So you get people for the first semester, you get people for the second semester. It's all a little bit more equal in that kind of sense. But um, for the year after that, it was like so much work to try and get people back into this kind of thing. Now, for a radio host, like you're going to be making ideas for what you're going to talk about on a show. But you ask some you ask a society that has no real draw into radio in the first place um, just to start making a show. And then you ask them to do it again. It begins to like they don't. It's not as easy for them to make a second show out of something. Yes, you know? especially when they have their own events running at the same time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It so it's like okay, tricky. so we can yeah. do one. We can do one big thing in the first semester. We can do one big thing in the second semester. So what will we? What will we uh, get from that? So another learning curve. Another bit of information uh, that we can get from this. I remember that was my first year. The first uh, one, we were quite spread thin, but at the same time, I feel like we we did a pretty good job overall. We managed to get in most of the people we spoke to about it and. We got you know loads of bands, loads of interviews in. We that one I, I do remember being pretty successful. The second one was a little bit quieter. Yeah, but for sure. Overall, again, successful. I think as well. We it was. I think it happened kind of late in the semester too, or it was like oh yeah, <laughs> or a little yeah, or that's it, like... later than we'd initially intended anyway. 
that was that was another thing about it we were exhausted Hmm. like it wasn't like we had to organize the first one in the first semester and then like holy crap we have to do this again for the second semester like it's yeah it it, it became draining on the committee themselves or ourselves at the time Hmm. um like so that is something to also pick out from this too yeah and that yeah and especially with like like how many of us were there there was me you alice patrick darren sort of as well Darren sort of, and I think um, Reggie uh, was involved uh, in at least one of them. Yes, Um, yeah. And then, yeah, that was kind of, that that was kind of it. Now we, oh, Zoe was in for the first one, as far as Zoe was in for the first one, yes. Yeah. Um, It wasn't the smallest crew that we had, but Mm. um, to do the two of them all both together, it was still pretty hectic. Yeah. 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 (laughs) From memory, what? Yeah, it was. There's a lot of running around. You certainly did a lot of running around mm. between the studio <laughs> and uh, the band room with just mountains of cables just under your arm, over your arm, just... Uh, <laughs> grabbing cables, grabbing mics, performing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and recording. And, oh, man, there was a lot. There was a lot going on. Uh, Owen actually was a great help that year, as far as Owen I remember, too. Like he. Help. Um, between himself and myself, I brought in some recording equipment and he just sat in a corner for, I think, four or five hours just recording people. And that was him. Just mm. hit, that was his corner in that room. Uh, really grateful for that. That's an effort well documented and grateful for. Yes. So when it came to the year after then, we decided that for one thing, despite what Patrick said, we're not going to do 48 again in a year he, he's like too much. He, okay so let me just say one of the running jokes that we absolutely love from the first one is patrick uh, we have a patrick watch where we are yes. waiting for patrick to arrive and here's him asking for a 48 hour show and we're just like oh yeah no no yeah a 40 hour show for you yeah mm. <laughs> oh man <laughs> He's a, oh, I love Patrick to bits, man. He's a he's a good kid. He's a good, Patrick guy. Is the good best. guy. Yeah, he's good. Um, despite what he's saying, yeah, you're right. Uh, no 48 hour show. Yeah, <laughs> but we did manage to do what you had tried to kind of do with the cube that first year, but we managed to export it to Ars Nguyen through your contact with Jimmy. Yeah, um, Jimmy. So yes. Jimmy's awesome. First of all, let's just put that straight out there. He is himself and um, his brother Donald both kind of run the bar that is Oris Nagel, um, with um, oversaw by the greater Oris Nagel kind of area. But like, um, they love music, they love um, people expressing themselves, and they loved us. Um, I went to them first uh, to talk about not a 24 hour show, but to talk about doing a opening or a launch for the thing, um, which was meant to be like a few weeks beforehand. And we'd have bands and we'd tell people what the show is about and trying to promote it, that kind of thing. And from then it was like, oh, well, we can do gigs in Oris Nagale now a little bit. So hmm. start talking about talking more about it and getting it done over there. It was difficult. A lot of equipment uh, being brought over from one place to the other. There was still issues going on inside of the actual studio too. Um, and trying to coordinate between 
two very spread apart locations for a live show mm. is something that is so worthwhile doing if you're yes. ever going to get into this kind of work because like, the amount of coordination that had to happen the amount of understanding that people had to have with each other the amount of timing issues that we had to go through etc a million mm. and one logistical problems let alone just getting it on the fm you know yeah, just getting it um, done it yeah. was so very yeah it was very difficult but it was at this very impressive too <laughs> yeah, I really, God. yeah yeah uh, like i i'm so glad as well the, the crowd that we had that night too were absolutely phenomenal um mm-hmm. was what this was uh the time we also had johannes yes oh yeah we yes, had johannes had. um we johannes. had johannes uh doing uh the uh doing parts in between the bands um, mm. as a comedian and yes. i am like he's great <laughs> he's great and he had a crowd as well um oh, but yeah. like just like we, people were engaged with uh, us the whole way through in the side orsnagale and that's that has to be something to said be said about that that's that it's 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 quite a feat for yeah. a bunch of college students to be able to do that. It was a decent. It was a good turnout. I do remember. Who do we have playing that time? We had uh, the usual Martians. <laughs> huh? The usuals. That year there was a usuals gang of people who did gigs for the uh, uni. We had yes. um, undercover Martians. We had Rosie. We had um, Mark Healy. Mark, we had Mark. Yes. We had another guitarist, didn't we? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, Luke. Luke, that's right. Yeah, Luke, yeah. I can't remember what his second name is, but yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah, Luke, yeah. we had Luke Power as well. And then we uh, closed up with... Um, did we close up with? Or Martians. Undercover Martians that time? I, yeah, actually, yeah. I think we Oh, no. no. No, 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 no. I remember who this is now. It was um, the uh, jazz blues bands. Yes, 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 yes. Um, whose name I totally remember, and they're awesome. They had a couple of names at the time. Mm. <laughs> they were uh, transitioning between them. I think it was uh, something View, Lambe View. Lambe View, yes. Yeah, that's who they were. And they were good. They're very good. They were. They were good. Yeah, they were, they were good to work with. Nice, uh, Just great guys. I think we yeah. uh, got to know them from uh, Music Sock, Rock Socks, um, the uh, Battle of the Bands. Oh, the battle! Oh, yeah, the, oh, they were. That's where they first showed up. Yes, the battle yeah. of the bands. Where they, I think, was it the first year they were in it, or the second year that they won it? First I think it was the second year that they won it. It was. The, you're right. It was the second one. Yeah. Ah yes, yeah. Yeah, we got them off the back of that, and yeah, they were great lads to work with. Um, and that gig was great. Really, really grateful for it. <laughs> Sadly, there was issues. <laughs> Yeah, a few uh, that, issues. It was mostly it was mostly to do with uh, when we had to switch over to the DJs afterwards. I think it's when there was the biggest kind of delay, we'll say. But yeah. otherwise, yeah, 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 that was that was a that was a fun time having to like, okay, I, I I have to clear out, but I have to go. So everybody do the thing and just run. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how many times I cycled from Orsnamakline to Orsnagale in that day. <laughs> quite a few times <laughs> it's good times <laughs> yeah absolutely what would your yeah see it's, it's it i'm fine it is kind of hard to pick out like one moment out of, or even like a few moments out of all of this that like really you can say is like oh your definite favorite because especially when you're involved in the creation of the thing 
you know, you're, you're proud of the whole, the whole really and the products and how it all kind of came together, the whole, every bit and piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really, I'm really happy with the, everybody who worked on it and uh, the experience that everybody got from it. Um, hopefully people understanding a lot more about how events and productions like that work. Mm. Even my own, like, stepping up from <laughs> not not like from low tier to like holy crap I have to do nah. <laughs> I have to go mental um tier if I was actually to pick out um as time that really particularly did stand out to me it is a little bit uh braggadocious for flirt fm but when I think it was we were raided by UCD oh yes do you remember that yeah I yeah um, that. I think it was the during the second of the two in one year or, yes. or was the yeah, I think or, it was the first anyway, or it was the, the year one, yeah. when there was two of them, hmm. and UCD uh, say, oh hey, uh, twenty four hour show, what's the crack, you guys? Uh, we're going to come in and try to do and take up half an hour, or an hour of your slot, and we were like, fantastic, load of people cancelled, go do that. <laughs> um, then here's me running ragged. I think they were taking a picture outside in the foyer in Orsna Mocklane. Hmm. Uh, Paula called me over. And I said, um, yeah, sure, absolutely. Grant so. Uh, yeah, take the picture, take the picture. Okay, Grant so, picture gone, done, goodbye. <laughs> I just had to run in, do the thing, run out. <laughs> and I just, it was just a really good feeling of just like, hey guys, this is what radio can be. This is what you all can do as well. And little NUIG, little tiny little Flirt FM housing, about 20, was it, or so? Like Quite a crowd, yeah. Yeah, it was a massive crowd of students. Yeah, just piled into <laughs> just the booth. In. No, we're going we're to have a look around. Holy crap, okay, you're going to be looking around for eight. <laughs> we can't, can't get through. Need Must move, please. Much love. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was, was good, all right. I do remember, yeah. 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 And I do believe that uh, 24-hour shows, as they continue, like, even now, 24-hour show has won an award, like, from yes, Crayon. And, like... <laughs> That's phenomenal for like that's 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 all that's already great, um. But the potential that the twenty four hour shows has is insane, um. Like once this COVID thing is over, and people can be going to live events and doing live things again, and we are allowed back into that studio, it's when you are allowed back in the studio. Sorry, <laughs> um, it's just going to be, it 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 can work out so much more and so much bigger. Like y'all are, like. Yeah, <laughs> it's well, good. You see, well, we you're always invited back. You're always welcome Thank back. Thank you so much. <laughs> it was good. All right, Felipe. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you. You should have known by now the way things played out. It will be me. Pulling you out And you should have known by now The way rain comes down It's just too easy to drown Hey now big sister I don't quite like this guy you've brought on Is it just me or is he the wrong one 
little sister, don't hide your scars beneath your sleeves. It's easy to see what's going on. And oh, sister, I know. Oh, it's too cold outside for no clothes. So we do what we're taught to do, taught to do. But you want to do, what to do And you will be fine Oh, you'll be fine So you do what you're taught to do, taught to do You do what you want to do, what to do And you will be fine You'll be fine Hey now, big sister I know that you have made your mistakes And they're easy I'll make the same yeah. Hey now little sister I know you can't stand To see yourself in the mirror And I see you cry Every time And oh sister I know Our stories are so long We'll never grow Listening to the Radio Sock uh, 24 Hour Remembrance Show. This segment is a quick interview with my friend Darren and past uh, Radio Sock committee member. Um, welcome to the show, Darren. Hello, Patrick. Thank you for having me on your show. I'm not sure if I even say my own name is Patrick, but I'm Patrick. Hello. I'm a former treasurer of the society. You were heavily involved in the society over the years, though, in fairness. Like, even though you became the committee member, I think in your final year, was it? But. Uh, yes, second or final year, yeah. Hmm. But, uh, but like, even then, whatever, you were involved in throughout your time in college, I think. Um, like, because uh, we did 24-hour shows uh, three of the four years I was there, and I think you were involved in every single one of them. Yeah, in some capacity. Mm. <laughs> Going up uh, to stealing your wine. <laughs> I was just thinking, actually, there, uh, in terms of, like, what's your favorite moments of the 24-hour show? Like, uh, in terms of the first year, I, I think you were there for the... I think you met it for the French Cat live set, actually, in uh, Cube, I think it was. It was in the Cube, yeah. Oh, I remember that, that was there. one hell of a strange gig. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely, definitely was. Uh, that was the time we were having difficulties trying to even get it out live. And you were, I was in the studio trying to make it work or whatever. I can't imagine what was it like to be actually there seeing French Cat struggle their way through, I guess. Yeah, struggled away with all the lights. <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't even their fault to begin with, whatever. They didn't know what was going on, and they knew we were having some technical difficulties getting the stream through, like, live. So I know that they were uh, 
There was things said that it was probably not radio yeah. friendly. Learning about the lights and what's appropriate to say. <laughs> um, second year, we did two shows that year, though. Where oh, yeah. We did two shows that year, but I know, I can at least say personally is I can't remember the difference between the two of them. They kind of just blend into one. They were all fairly short time between the two. Yeah. Uh, I remember me, me and you did a... A, a live winky winky face uh, show talking about reading the 2019 live up there. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would have been really depressing if we'd done one this year. Oh, really depressing. Jeez. <laughs> Especially if we were talking anything in any capacity about Glastonbury. That would have been the real, real depressing thing if we, if we somehow yep. had a 24 hour show happening this <laughs> year prior to this now, prior to the news. Or even this year, just out of year. <laughs> <laughs> good good point, because, yeah, uh, for anyone listening that doesn't uh, realise, myself and Derek have been trying to get tickets to Glastonbury for many years, Four many, years, many years, whatever, and we struggled every single year, but uh, this, we actually got tickets for, well, the 2021, but of course, COVID came and ruined those dreams. Um, and, and then we had dreams, and then 2021 got cancelled, and... <laughs> And now we're, we're, we're speculating that maybe it'll, it, it, it'll infinitely get cancelled. They'll always, every year, they'll find a new reason to go, do you know what? Ah, now we'll that, leave it another year. The cows need to party. <laughs> and eventually they're just going to go, do you know what? So we know you've been waiting 10 years now to see the, the 50th anniversary of Glastonbury, but we decided, well, we'll, we'll, we'll just not do it. We'll we're just going to sell the farm. Oh. I really hope that doesn't happen. That would be really <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> uh, But that, bringing it back to Radio Sock and 34 Hour Show, actually, um, that year we were talking about Reading experiences and all that, and we were talking about the very, very, at least at the time, niche YouTuber, uh, Duty Rhino. who uh, uh, niche until we mentioned him. Yes, exactly. Boomed. He boomed on YouTube after that. That was what made his career, I believe. You type in Radio Sock on YouTube, it's the first result every time. <laughs> <laughs> you type in Duty Rhino, whatever, and Radio Sock's the first thing that comes up every time. It's just, just a picture of me and Pat and him. No <laughs> 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 video, just a picture. Because <laughs> uh, he, he, like, just again, for more information, Duty Rhino is a guy that's exclusively. Like at least when me and Darren found him, he was exclusively just doing in like reviews of Reading and then like I guess how to guides of survival in a Reading festival, how to get by. Or there's I don't want to call them hacks because I hate that that word has been really overused or whatever. But um, yeah, like basically he was always talking about this is the experience of Reading. This would be kind of good for doing there. This is what I've enjoyed in the past years. Kind of because when we we've gone now to Reading two years, uh, two years in a row actually, we went to twenty eighteen as well, and we were kind of just curious. This is the first festival we ever been to, and try to stop all the eventual mess ups we had. Yeah, oh, it was good. A good experience though. I really enjoyed it, and it makes me just really miss it this year, whatever. But I mean, last year, but hopefully this year now. I feel like hopefully, I think we're optimistic now that it could go ahead. Like I think, fingers crossed. Every toes crossed, everything crossed, just hoping that maybe this could be the year. 
Maybe, maybe. Believe. If we believe hard enough, if we manif- we can manifest it for ourselves, that I can go ahead. Maybe we can convince Melvin Benz to find a way. He maybe <laughs> will find will manifest Melvin Benz into discovering a cure for uh, COVID. Yeah, just put on a bucket and start adding dark fruits. Will be good. <laughs> yeah, that, that, could be <laughs> that could be what saves us. Um, I guess moving forward, then we could even talk about um, that was the third year of. Uh, I mean, sorry, that was the second year of the twenty-four hour show. Um, yeah, those we had those ones there uh, that we were involved in. Um, actually. I would say one final note on that or whatever. You were even involved in the late hours of that sending a couple of texts in to announce at the like 5, 6 a.m. slot because you were working night shift that night. Uh, yeah, so I remember the night shift I was just texting and listening to it, trying to not get caught by my supervisor hoping no one's listening to Flirt FM. <laughs> <laughs> no one's listening to Flirt FM at like 5 or 6 in the morning. <laughs> like, in well, the meant to be working. How was he texting in right now? <laughs> that was fun though and it was what we needed because I remember like by that stage I would have awake for nearly 24 hours always a hard thing to do staying up 24 hours yeah yeah and I guess uh, we could always talk about it, even now and other years whatever being the last year we did it, which you joined for that actually a bit late into whatever but you stayed for the rest of it then uh, yeah and, it, and it, I think that sounds weird now that we can't travel I'd been in Cork at a Blossoms gig the night before and then I'd uh, got a bus up to see uh, a lot of local bands playing in the in Iris, including an amazing cover of uh, Love Will Tear as a part by Joy Division by Undercover Martians. And that was the last gig I've been to since this whole thing entire ha- happened. Yeah, that's the last gig I was at as well now. It, it only just dawned on me now that you say that that was the last gig I was at too. Yeah. Uh, I remember Undercover Martians, they were very good. But I can't even... I, I'll never forget that Love Will Tear, Will Tear as a part cover. Remember mm-hmm. like, is that the song I've been rolling into the dance floor? Mm, yes. I feel like they're one of those bands that can do that, though. I really think they have a lot of potential. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. A lot of talent there. Mm, uh, something to look forward to in certain future years. Like, we had that live gig. I think that live gig was very successful. And yeah. It really boosted the money we raised for charity that year as well. And I'd say after that, then, we went back to the studio, and that was the later hours. We had the DJs on, as far as I remember. Um, but then we still had some late-night shenanigans after that as well. Yep, yes, we did. <laughs> Uh, I believe yourself, and I think here was involved in it as well with uh, some, and I myself later on to it as well with some uh, funny text messages coming into, I don't know, liven up the very tired people in the studio. <laughs> uh, do you remember what the whole story was there that we built? I can't, I can't remember. We kept texting in. I think as a guy called Steve for everyone to stop swearing. Oh yes. That, that and it was sounds upsetting his right. daughters. <laughs> and then I escalated the daughters texting in, and then it just kept escalating the famous Hollywood director Wes Anderson, <laughs> along with his brother Steve texting in. <laughs> it just got more and more convoluted. And I, I, like, I very much believe at the start, anyway, that I know I found it a bit weird, this whole Steve stuff. I was like going, Jeez, I hope we're not upsetting someone. Like, oh, I didn't mean to upset them. I particularly, I remember Neve in the studio was, uh, she was the one, I think, over the desk at the time, what, monitoring the text messages. I think she was really worried she was upsetting someone with those, um, the swearing and stuff at the time. But uh, I think she definitely copped on 
after a while when the, we, we, as soon as Wes Anderson got involved, I really think that's when everything was like, oh, this is not real. <laughs> the worst thing is Wes Anderson wasn't even us. Some guy from Hollywood. What? Oh, this yeah. is news to me. Yeah. None of us knew who that guy was. Maybe it was Wes Anderson. Could have been. Oh my god. Wes Anderson Oh oh we should okay in that case, whatever. Maybe we might be lucky enough I might be able to get Wes Anderson to do a show with us in the future. Yeah, we've got to get him to admit his crimes. Radio song. <laughs> we'll have to reach we'll have to reach out to him, whatever. Maybe we can get some comments on him. Maybe he'll be at the next twenty four hour show. He'd be alive and the whole day. Tune in to find out. If you're listening, Wes Anderson, I hope um, <laughs> hope you're well, and I hope you accept our invitations invitation to the next 24-hour show sometime next year. Bring it on, Wes Anderson. <laughs> I would just say to round it all off. Um, do you have any favorite moments you've had in radio stuff then yourself, Derek? Oh, definitely the organising of gigs and getting involved in all of that, and the money we raised for charity throughout all of those gigs. Wherever there are some amazing nights I've had in there at Radio Stock gigs. Yeah, that was our like our spot. That was our exclusive spot for gigs. Um, and they were always really nice about it. They were always very inviting. Um, not to say the Roshan Dove isn't great as well. For like Roshan Dove have been extremely accepting of uh, societies as well. In uh, particularly, obviously, Rock Sock and all that, whatever. But uh, I do have to say, Oris were very special to us. They were very. They were very accommodating for a lot of stuff we wanted to do. They were always free for us for when we needed them most. And honestly, yeah, and they were very okay with yeah, collecting on the door for charity. And all that. Like, it was pretty, pretty great to have them. Um, yeah. And yeah, all those live gigs. Like, I'm pretty, I know myself, whatever, I would consider them some of the best things I've done with Rio Soft as well. But uh, these 24-hour shows, I've very much enjoyed. Yeah, me and too, me too. I'd like to, I don't know, maybe might be, maybe both myself and yourself might be able to get involved in the next year if, if fate would have it, I guess. I really hope so myself. Mm. Uh, maybe we'll have more great m- moments and might be able to meet Wes Anderson. And like, if well, that's, that, that's my dream. The dream of Steve. Who knows? Might even get Duty Rhino on too. So a bit even bigger star like Duty Rhino might come on. Patrick is 100% promising that the next 24-hour show will be 100% run by celebrities. Oh, of course. Like, well, well, by that, like, we, we are celebrities in Galway by this stage. We're, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> at, least, at least by next year, we will be celebrities. We're making a promise that myself and Darren will be huge across the world, huge international celebrities by 2022. That's a solemn we're, promise, and if we aren't, you can hold us accountable. The next 24-hour show will have a sold-out crowd in Crow Park. <laughs> so help us God. Uh, that, that 100% is. guaranteed. And uh, we're going to give some quick uh, promotion for the gets. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, big shout-out to the gets, all the band members of the gets, uh, Chloe and Shane. Um, Myself and Darren, um, hopefully we'll, we'll be massive of the international. We'll try, and just, we'll try to save the day for the next 24-hour show. If, yeah, yeah. If we can, if we can. That's the thing. We'll allow them onto our big tour bus. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Um, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it all up, whatever. I think we've got a of this. Uh, thanks very much for coming on, Darren. Um, Thank you very much. Yeah. In the fading light Hearts collide, shadows
shadows dance in the distance something just ain't right i'm cold inside help me find what i'm missing we're all scared to fly still we try learn to be brave see the other side won't you leave me there have no fear close your eyes find paradise There's a thousand miles between you and I Oh my, my, my Just a thousand miles between me and paradise listening to the Radio Sock 24-hour remembrance show. Uh, I got a very special guest on with me now, and a former former uh, PRO actually for Radio Sock a few years back. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, good uh, morning, afternoon and evening. Uh, my name is Javier, although some people might know me as Music Man, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know if that I'm still the legend that I used to be. Uh, but yes, I, I was a PRO uh, for Radio Socks, uh, yeah, the Radio Society about, what, four or five years ago when I was still young. I thank you for saying former. I do feel old now, <laughs> um, kind of recalling all the golden times, I suppose we can call them that, when we were just vibing in, in, in the studio and having our own show and creating 24-hour shows for charity purposes. All those amazing. Well, it makes you feel better. I'm the former treasurer of, of. I've been introducing myself as the former treasurer. I've been speaking well, to someone your... on this, but I feel again this is a separate interview again. So I feel I should introduce myself. I'm Patrick. You would have heard my voice in all the other interviews and everything already. <laughs> but hello, I'm Patrick. How are you? <laughs> Still interviewing all the legends. And, all the uh, legends. All, yeah. all the old. All the old crap so far. And it's been great. It's been really fun. 
Uh, oh, always. Although it's sad that like, yeah, no 24 hour show this year or whatever. It's still nice to be able to talk about good memories we had with the mm-hmm. 24, 24 hour shows in the past. And you've been actually at a few of them yourself. Gabriel. Yeah, I had uh, Javier. I, I just prefer, I don't know, like, like it doesn't sound right, Javier. Yeah, no, it uh, doesn't at all. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Xavier or Xavier, whatever. I truly don't care about that. Javier does not sound right. I'll no. take Music Man as well, but I think that is behind me already. So we've grown a little bit uh, from that. I haven't grown uh, at all. I'm still Pete yeah. forever. You're still that 20-year-old P-Dog when I rescued you from the streets of NUI Galway mm. and told you, hey, do you want to join my Have You Met music show and just say three words over and over again after each song? And Which were they? words were amazing, great, and what was the other one? Oh, no. I did, I did start, because uh, I realized I was saying great and amazing so often. I was like, I need to find a new word. So then I started saying fantastic. Yeah, so, uh, it's just broadening out there, the vocabulary, and just leaving the rest of us to shame, kind of. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like I said, I, th- I, don't, I don't want to toot my own horn, whatever, but I feel like I, you know, radio was at, already at a, such a, not, a good level. I, I brought it up higher. I, I, you know, oh, yeah. I've just learned it then. I proved g- just radio in general. I, oh, I yeah. Brought like, it up to a whole other level. And yeah. since uh, since we left the show or we kind of terminated it, uh, <laughs> kind of with pigs, you know, with pigs on the radio, and so has radio. Radio has picked since we left, and it hasn't been the same. It, it does improve every time we show up for twenty four hours to rescue this type of media, or we just can't be there all the time. No. Oh, honestly, I'm, I'm sure that 99% of all radio listeners always look forward to the 24-hour show every year. Like, it's always oh, yeah. thinking, oh, yeah. oh, finally, I can hear a good bit of radio. And, like, they're so active in Twitter and Facebook being like, at Radio Suck, would you please start a new 24-hour show? We can't wait to have P-Doc and Music Man back together. Mm. and it's just like and look there's pe- there's people still looking for that icelandic man and there's still people looking day. for them haven't found them but hey today could be the day so mm-hmm. if you do find an icelandic person okay we'll just expand the man to a person human <laughs> okay we'll call them human and just give us a call sundra's a tweet or something like that we'll be waiting we'll kidnap that person and take a picture with him and then send him back or her back. It's just that. <laughs> just for some context to whatever remaining listeners we have left after all our madness there. Uh, myself and Javier used to have our own radio show together. Uh, this is Music Man being Javier and P-Dog myself. And uh, yeah, no, we just had a running gag for nearly the entire time we did that show for about two years of uh, an, our only listener was an Icelandic man because we played exactly. up Monsters and Men once. <laughs> that, that's about exactly. it. That's, that's all they all wanted. Because... That's all they asked for. So and we're what... there for them. Exactly. And we will always be there for them. Yeah. I guess just to circle this back because we are supposed to be talking about the 24-hour shows. <laughs> 24-hour shows. Let's look back at them. Um, I can't remember the first one. I have to say it's uh, it's been quite a long time. 
Um, of four years, okay. three or four years now. Four I'm years, least... I think. I think this year, this like roughly this month will be four years since we did the first one. Probably, I just—it's just been so long. So many things have happened, and I can't remember. But it's always great fun. I do recall the last two I, I was at, and um, I remember uh, going. I remember going like was I think it was at five in the morning. I, I didn't have any time slot free in my own life uh, at the time, and I said, "Hey, I, I can turn up for the last bit." Because I was working and studying at the same time, like college work during the week and practical, not practical work. I was a waiter, so uh, some it's a bit practical, but I was working weekends uh, very early in the morning. So I said, hey, I'll turn up for the five in the morning when I can. And it was just the best fun because I, there wasn't many people listening to, to, to the show then. Uh, at that time, I suppose mm. there was only there was one to point out. I suppose our dearest uh, fan, our biggest fan, Darren. Uh, he's <laughs> always been there to support us. Him and his beard are still there, giving us all his, his support. Always giving support. Always, and he's always playing bass for us, giving us the beat. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I remember when you came on that time. It was around five in the morning, five six in the morning. You joined. And oh, we were all dead tired, like so, so tired after already recording for almost 24 hours at that stage. I love those hours, though. I usually really like them. They're tough to get through just because you're really tired. But yep. they're so fun because the amount of creativity that you you can just do whatever the hell you like at that stage. Yeah, It's that point where reality is just fading out in the back of your head and then um, hallucinations and something like that pop up the most creative part of the mind comes up because you are just not yourself anymore. You are exhausted. Coffee doesn't work anymore. Mm. And uh, it doesn't help anymore. And <laughs> so, all your brain wants is just to go to sleep. It's just telling it you, making to... <laughs> you to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I do remember doing like an acapella thing. I was just um... about to bring that up. I remember, <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure who started it. I think it might have been you that started uh, it. But it was probably. Funny. I was like, hey, just we're having some random conversation that I didn't like the way it was going. I was like, hey, acapella, three, two, one. Well, I didn't actually say three, two, one, go. I just just jumped in the middle of the conversation and started doing it and just so you guys started following and like hey we can make it we should start a band <laughs> yeah oh honestly it was so fun i do miss the people i like from radio sock i got my my best friends in ireland like it is you i i knew you before radio sock uh, before I dragged you into it uh, because we went to school together secondary school um but for example, Jessica Atchison, uh, who's from Donegal, she's now in, in Scotland uh, studying. Uh, I, I, uh, we did build a really strong friendship and I do consider her one of my best friends because of the moments we spent there in Radio South. And, and then there was uh, another great friend of mine uh, living in England uh, right now, uh, Caroline. She was secretary um, when I was in that society. I joined oh. when you were in second year. And so all yes. of you would have been in second year. That's right. Yes, yeah, she joined. That was her first year in Radio South. Okay. And so, yeah, like all my best friends in Ireland, uh, or most of them started because of Radio South. Like uh, 
we gathered there. That was our point. And it, it was real fun. And, you know, you get to meet some amazing people. Like I, I still follow uh, Flower Fam in, in Instagram and uh, Paula is still there. Owen mm. is still there. And two owns are still there, I think. And um, there's so many great people coming and going there that they're always willing to say hello to you and have a conversation. Just the nice vibes around it. Like I remember last year, there's so many people I hadn't met. And it was the first time when we did the 24 hour show, we had uh, Rosie O'Connell, I think it is. Uh, yeah. Her last name O'Connell or Don, I think it's O'Connell. And she's a, a local musician and we had, well, we didn't have her when you and I did our bit. Uh, well, she was going on live afterwards and uh, she played live then in uh, Ars Nebelga. Mm. So she's a great musician. She's really a nice girl and she released a song. Uh, during the summer i think it's i think it's actually called waiting for summer if you can you can mm. find it in spotify and all that stuff and even youtube and then there were other people there like you could be actually in front of speaking to the mic and because of the glass you can see what's happening in the office and you could literally be having kind of having a conversation with them while you're speaking to the mic to your own thing even though it's a one-way conversation they'll be listening and it's like you catch up later, you know, you say those things and then you leave the mic, you leave the studio and join them in the office for like the two minutes that you have between, you know, just song song playing last, or something. you know, yeah. Mm. And you'll have a brief conversation and then you go back in and it's, it's still like the vibes are still there. The nice people are still there. And I, I just, it's something that, uh, that I, I don't think has changed. I haven't been there in a while now, but it's something that I miss meeting new people and even for me that I am a music enthusiast that I share the music that you meet so so many wonderful people and so many opinions and it's just everything coming together it's like this is the place to be yeah no you were the one that got me in at first but it was one of the best things I've done while I was in college then the 24 hour yeah. show I still considers the, the yeah. best thing I've done in college like I, like I do those. remember so every year that I was there it was kind of a, of a struggle to get the numbers and people to mm-hmm. like the numbers to kind of fill in the committee members and uh, you were like hey you're free I don't care if you're not you're free you're joining radio so we need you you're a responsible young man sometimes and this is your time to shine. Uh, no, but I was going to say, la- I have one last <laughs> question here for you before we go, because we probably need to wrap this up. All right, great. Go for it. Uh, is what have yeah, you been no, up to now? Fine. You very, one in my book, anyway, in my mind, almost, you're not the founding member of Radio Sock, but you were the, so, almost one of the originals to me. So what have you been doing now? Okay, how much time do we have? Because if we <laughs> have to catch up since... The last 24-hour show, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, but I'll just kind of make it, I'll sum it up. Uh, first, I finished my master's degree, uh, the PME, a professional master's of education, great program. If you're looking into going to teaching, secondary school teaching, um, great program, great lecturers, go for it. Probably it's complicated now with COVID, but thumbs up, uh, you, you can do it. Uh, finished this uh, 
came back to Spain, moved back to Spain for various reasons. Uh, and then I got a job in school here and near home. I'm in the north of Spain in a small little village town called Olite, O-L-I-T-E. Uh, but I, uh, yeah, I got started working in uh, September. As a, I started working as a uh, auxiliary teacher for English in a school here in Spain, nearby the city of Pamplona. And uh, one of the teachers there, one of my colleagues, went into sick leave due to COVID. He, he's doing fine. He's, he went through tough times, but he's recovering and bit by bit he's doing great. He can't come back just yet, just for his safety. But I'm teaching my subjects. I'm teaching history along with art history, which is kind of related. Uh, it's not quite a subject there in Ireland, I don't think, uh, for secondary schools. Uh, it's kind of blended a little bit with uh, with just uh, general art. History. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I'm doing. I, I'm actually teaching classics and uh, Latin, uh, which I'm actually learning as I'm going because it's only like three hours per week and. Uh, the level is pretty low. I'm not qualified really to teach. I shouldn't say this. So if you are watching this, don't 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 snitch. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shouldn't be able. I shouldn't be teaching it. But I'm still learning. I I I did learn in school when I was here in Spain a little bit. So I know more or less the standard of what is being asked. So she's mm. not probably. She probably won't watch this. But when it goes live, please send me the link and I'll tell her to watch it. A uh, shout out to Ichiar if you're watching uh, or any of your friends, uh, they'll send you the link. It's fine. Uh, probably she's probably wondering if she actually watches this, why I'm talking about her. But yeah. Patrick and I know why we get sad, sidetracked all the time. Um, something we don't, we actually don't do that in real life. We don't talk about random conversations, but I'm a person that if I have an objective, I do go for it. Like, I find tangents incredibly easy to go off on. Like it just yeah. Happens. I mean, you're a mathematician, so you should know about it. I I love my tangents. Honestly, I'm a, I'm a big yeah. fan of them. They're all great. Your tangents and your curves. <laughs> but uh, I think we're running out of time actually now. So I wanted to say yeah. a big, very big thank you for coming on the show. Hope thank you, enjoyed you guys. And for, hopefully uh, you might be able to be there in some way, shape, or form, even if it is just another Zoom call for the next 24 hour show hopefully next year at some stage who knows yeah, be great. all of the year sorry there. yeah i'll be really happy to come back and i if everything goes well i'll be there in person in the studio mm. and it's just just enjoying everything because i do miss being in the studio everything it doesn't sound the same uh like that oh, but okay. hey we have to be professionals we have to adapt uh to the situation and we'll work with what we've got. So uh, thank you guys for having me. It's been a real pleasure. And I'll see you next year. Mm. To the next time, Music Man and P-Dog reunite. We'll be back.
massive. Everybody in the whole building. Come on, follow along. Feel the group and get yourself to move. Get your ass to the dance floor. I said, get your ass to the dance floor. Come on, follow along. Feel the group. Yeah, there's no one to move. Make a girl, make a boy. Spin around like a toy. Martians headlined our gig during the 24-hour show last year, and they have gone through quite a few milestones since, including the addition of a new bassist to the lineup. I was eager to hear how the lads have been getting on, and as such, I had loads of questions for them. Let's hear what they had to say. Would there be any plans for you to start going virtual? Because I know that's a that's a big thing now, is a lot of people are considering going going the virtual route. Because you know, I don't. I don't want to say there's no end in sight, but it's kind of it's. Be a while. It's, it's, it'll be a while, I think, before people like feel safe enough to go into that environment. Like go back to what we were saying about the Oris Niguel last year. Like this time last year, we were <laughs> in the middle of a very yeah. small, compact room with I think there was mm. sixty people. Yeah, it was pretty. And that's like, and I was only on the door for a certain amount of time. Like it was, it was packed, and I. <laughs> I don't know, like, I, I I, would love to say I could see it by maybe midsummer, but it just, I suppose it depends on how, you know, the vaccine things go, but would you, yeah. would you, be, would you be thinking of maybe going virtual and doing like a, you know, like a ticketed event, like online? Mm-hmm. We could definitely consider doing it, I guess, actually, yeah. 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 yeah obviously if you could all be in the same room it would yeah yeah it would, it would be a bit easier 
once once like I suppose things lift enough for us to all kind of be able to and even like I suppose Killian's studying up in Dublin so once like we're all able to meet up again in the same kind of room and stuff like you know but uh, I mean I would absolutely love to yeah anything yeah, really yeah. to be honest I don't yeah. kind of keep the keep the buzz going and all that you know mm-hmm. and you you were signed as well this year as well weren't you like that was a big thing yeah, kind of. It was uh, it was funny because I remember whenever we we announced it, everyone was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" But uh, the guy that um, it was with, like, I wouldn't even say it's like signed per se. It's kind of just it's this uh, man that's based in Galway at the moment, Richard. Um, and he, oh, he's he, he's a, he's fantastic. He does he runs this sort of kind of like boutique label called Low Torch Records, which is it's very much kind of for I suppose bands kind of our size, like trying to get out there a little bit more. Yeah. Um, and trying to sort of push things out there like you know so he's got he's got tons of bands I think he he's like the manager of Turnstiles uh, that are based in Galway so they'd be his like sort of his I guess his biggest band at the moment like um, but yeah no I just uh, we got in contact with him over the first lockdown and kind of sent him sent him some of our songs and stuff and uh, and he's been great since like you know so he yeah he, I suppose kind of signed us or whatever uh, for that and uh, he's been he's been brilliant ever since like so we kind of you know whenever we're recording the stuff like it kind of kind of send him stuff and keep him up to date and all that and then whenever we put out music he shares it around and and it'll be a big help too I suppose once kind of the gigs and all that come around again hopefully kind of whenever whenever that happens um because he'd be good he'd just get yeah, I think he'd, he'd organize different gigs and stuff and or different nights and events and all that kind of crap like, you know yeah sure it's a good baseboard to spring from really isn't any like well as far as I'm concerned you're doing very well anyway like yeah. any band any band that can you know say they're on like on Spotify even like that's a huge platform to put yourselves on and you know you're very well known around Galway like you headlined uh, so many things like yeah yeah Mm -hmm. normally be a good thing from from you know from every perspective and you did merch as well didn't you oh we did yeah we we um we we released one t-shirt and did it as a, did it as a, did it as a giveaway so um <laughs> quite the businessmen <laughs> yeah but you know you know what if we get if, if we um if if we get very big in the near future it'll be worth a lot of money so exactly you know, people people will be um, people will be killing each other for it yeah that'll be framed and it'll be up on someone's wall <laughs> <laughs> well, what yeah, i think it's one of your friends from college Gillian, isn't it or one of the people you know from college yeah so he was kind of doing um he was doing like a business thing with one of his friends where they were doing um sort of custom t-shirts and they'd actually do it for sort of other artists that draw their image on a t-shirt and like um like print it and send it out to them so uh I just contact contacted him and I was asking like hey like would they be interested in you know putting um like putting our Francesca artwork on a, on a t-shirt and he was like yeah yeah and he sent me like a, a load of drafts and we decided that the one that we um put on it was like the best and that was kind of like the style we liked and then originally he was gonna um we were gonna do it that they'd sell it we'd you know put it onto them and then they'd they'd sell it from their own site and then I just contacted him and I was like here like it would it be okay if we bought the image like we just paid a fee for the image and did it ourselves so then we did that and then we did it um we did it as a giveaway and we planned on doing more but then I think when we were planning the EP we thought like by now the EP would be out well by probably the end of summer the EP would be out but all of the lockdown stuff so we thought it'd make more sense if we just had merch for that EP instead because mm-hmm. like there's no point in promoting Francesco when it's you know a year old at the stage and we have new music coming out 
Yeah, that's so fair. Then we didn't end up selling the t-shirts at all, which is a bit disappointing. But yeah. <laughs> Ho- hopefully, hopefully, once we get everything everything out, um, we'll be able to do more merch. Yeah. Are you, are you planning on doing like a kind of a website thing, or would you be looking to do it like you know social media wise, or you know even like go back to traditional t- table at the back of the hall kind of a situation? If we when we get back to a hall. <laughs> No, I think um, I, w- I was personally looking at websites anyway, but um, I think through social media to start, it depends on how much interest is in, is, is in merch, I suppose. And like, there's no point in having a dedicated website if there's not a lot of people, you know, buying. But hopefully there is enough people and we can have a dedicated website then, which will be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be absolutely clash, right? Like you have a huge following, so I, I don't see how 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 it wouldn't be a, a popular thing. Like and like a lot of bands and even comedy people, comedy mm. people, comedy people, comedians. Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> are funny, doing that funny now. People, funny <laughs> Yeah, the, the funny guys. <laughs> um, actually, speaking of gigs, like you've obviously done a lot of stuff with in Galway and you've done a few mm. in your native county. Like I know you were supposed to be doing was it the chasing bull was yeah, it the yeah. chasing bull? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, would you be planning on obviously now we, we're all in college and it's you know yeah. a bit trickier when you're in college, <laughs> but would you be planning on you know spreading across the country a bit like say next summer when mm-hmm. hopefully things have just completely come back to normal and would you be planning on doing a few trying to do a few festivals here and there or what would you be thinking? Absolutely, like I, I'd be, I'd be very much hoping that we can kind of, I guess, spread out kind of as much as as much as we can. Like, like I suppose even like a good example would be the band I mentioned earlier, uh, Turnstiles. I did, you know, before the lockdown, we're doing great. It kind of, you know, they're playing in Limerick, Galway, they're playing in Dublin, they're mm. playing in, you know, kind of Cork, all these different places. And uh, like so far, it's been good fun. Like I think, you know, we did a few gigs in Dublin uh, over the last two years. Uh, the Killian got us up there, and then obviously Galway has been fantastic, like with the college mm. and all that. But I would love to kind of break out as much, you know, as much as we can, kind of and do whenever it's possible again. Because um, you know, I just I don't know, I don't know about the rest of them, but I just I don't know about the rest of you guys. I I just love playing. Like the gigs is the best part, really, for me. Well, Oshin doesn't know yet, but <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he'll, he'll know soon. <laughs> How how have you taken to the bass, Sushin? Yeah, no, I I take guitar before, so I picked it up like pretty quick. Uh, tough shoes to fill though, with Rory Sweeney being gone. <laughs> You've been well able for it. Like I've seen I've seen you on guitar, and you're very good. So oh, thanks very much. It's in the yeah. jeans anyway. It's in the yeah, jeans exactly. at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's definitely good fun though, like jamming with the lads and stuff. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think I think I'm getting the hang of most of the songs. So. <laughs> well, sure. I think it's a perfect time as well. Like everyone seems yeah, to be exactly. like taking up new things like new hobbies and stuff like god everyone seems to be on social media going oh i started doing this oh i picked up that i haven't i haven't picked up anything i've literally <laughs> had the most unproductive lockdown that i've ever that i i could have ever the keys, had like, so get you in on the band on the keys or on the sack on the keys oh no <laughs> honestly Di, i didn't four or five years (laughs) i did four or five years on on piano and really no no oh exams and stuff but like my always my big thing was i could never read music but i but i could hear it so i'd be like doing it on my piano she used to just be like you can't do that because i wouldn't look at the music i'd be literally like like just doing it out on the piano and then go shit where was i 
<laughs> completely blank so yeah but like I was I, I'm just a nutter though like I spent the first lockdown like working because I was the shop yeah. I was in didn't uh, close take that yeah, as a yeah. positive or a negative I don't know but, <laughs> um, but I remember sitting back after the going I really didn't do anything and everyone else is like Picked up a new hobby, started yeah. running, started doing this. banana bread or <laughs> Yeah, bacon. So many people started baking. Oh, oh yeah. Like, man. That, that was nearly kind of like, it was funny because like, I remember that that period of lockdown when everyone was, uh, and it was all these running challenges and all this crack and like people yeah. were posting all that kind of stuff. And I was like, damn, like, you know, it nearly, I suppose it nearly kind of created like its own weird kind of pressure. That yeah. Really when there should have been no pressure on anyone to do anything, there was suddenly pressure on everyone to do everything then left you know yeah. which is strange because there was so much free time which it's a shame really because it nearly takes you know to take the fun out of trying to do something if you're just trying to I guess yeah compete with everyone yeah. else on Instagram like yeah it was kind of like we were floating a bit in the first lockdown like I think that's why every like everything is kind of taken a turn now with this current mm. lockdown because the first time around none of us knew where it was gonna go like I, I was watching the late late last night and they were saying how they thought usher oh, the last six weeks and then we'll be back to normal and yeah. i think that's what everyone was riding on that asher this is just yeah. this be is grand. just all of it i don't think anyone thought like by the end of summer it was still gonna be like as bad as it was yeah but sure, we were we were like committee wise, like we were talking about Usher like after that the twenty four hour show last year, we were like, Yes, this is like the perfect yeah. platform to jump off. Like it's gonna yeah, be bigger yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah. We could do like forty eight hour show and yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I yeah. say we'd be lucky if we got an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a real it's a massive shame, isn't it? Like, and yeah. I don't know. Even like for the likes of the, for the likes of even just us, like with the band, we, we had had a lot of gigs. Like, like it's funny every every year, like that we have been a band. I keep like a list on my phone, like of all the gigs that we've had and stuff. And I remember having down like because we played the the Roisin that night, and then it was like, oh, we're meant to be in Chasing Bull the week after that, and then back to Aris and Gale after that, and then back to Roisin, and then mm. we we're possibly gonna be with French Ketamine up in Dublin. And like there was just lots of kind of little bits and pieces here lined up, like so. I thought, oh, yeah. this could be great, like, and you know. Yeah, <laughs> it's got sort of shut down, you know. Yeah, it's it's a strange one. Like, and I, I don't think any of us have really adjusted. You know what I mean? But but no. like, and that's the thing. Like when we were drawing up plans for this year, like we started talking about that. Like before we even founded the new committee, like I was still PRO at that point, and we yeah. were like based off the success like we didn't we thought we were aiming high with like last year's with yeah. doing the live stream from Arsenal well because most people are like oh I don't know if that's gonna work so yeah. you know we had we had great ambitions with it and of course you were going to be the headliners like well there was no there was no oh, thank you. <laughs> but, um, you know like you're like you're probably one of like the best emerging bands coming out of Galway, and I like, like I know you personally, but but I genuinely mean that. Like, you have you seem to have gotten a, to say none of you are from Galway. You seem mm. to have gotten a really really good fan base, like mm. built. Like we sold that gig, like based on the posters and yeah, yeah. you know you you can sell venues. Like it's it's just it's just a thing, and it's like. Mm. It's, bloody impressive yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah and listen like a lot of it really is just like we, we have like a fantastic group of friends down there that come to every single gig so then you have them and then i guess it's like you know then then maybe some of them bring their friends and then mm. that, that's kind of how a lot of the time it spreads then like you know 
yeah. but uh yeah at the very start it was just like kind of our like I guess immediate group of friends at um at, at college or whatever kind of were the ones that were coming consistently and all and then some of the people from uh, Max Van Oshin's course were coming up then as well I remember there was one gig where Rory brought like all the computer science guys and that <laughs> as well so it's just oh yeah like it's 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 great you know so then you really do you kind of it, it adds up then like and the students are, are fantastic I think even just like people in the societies and the students that are coming to the gigs like because they're so um like the biggest difference that I find playing say in Galway or in Dublin versus playing at home is that um people in the students in Galway and Dublin are so much more receptive to hearing music that they haven't heard before so they'll, mm. they'll listen to the likes of a Francesca that you know or, or they'll listen to and and they're they kind of approach like things with an open mind and they go and they have fun whereas at home it's almost like you know you need to play ACDC as well and you need to play all this like other stuff and then you're kind of sneaking the originals in kind of in and around that like and maybe yeah. hoping people you know hoping people stay dancing while that's playing like you know yeah but, um, I actually never in, I never thought of that actually and, we were a public band before like we, you're we were, very like, right band at the start like, yeah. whenever we started but yeah I think I think you hit the nail on the head though the fact the fact that it's Galway because like I don't think a lot of people go to gigs like to hear covers like because I think a lot of because no. it's such a cultural city I think mm-hmm. a lot of people have gone butcher I, I could throw in the stereo and hear Bruce Springsteen or I could turn on the stereo and yeah, listen yeah. to Taylor Swift mm-hmm. or whatever you know like yeah. they don't go looking you could go to Cisco like if you wanted to yeah. hear you could go to Cisco exactly. Yeah, there seems to be a greater appreciation for actual, like, uh, originals. Sure, like, uh, actually just thinking about it, like, you know, the likes of Yee and Mark and, mm. you know, Rosie and, yeah, you know, like, he's all did originals actually that night and there was, like, there was no difference. Like, I think people have a sort of a, oh, Jesus, is an original. You know, in a lot of places, and I know from home, sure, it's, it's the exact same yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, you're all like, please play something people know. Please yeah. say, please something. Put Mr. Right Side on. <laughs> but Galway, Galway is a city of artists, you know, like, and artists, you know, covering all ranges, like comedians and, you know, musicians and singers and, you know, artists and graphic artists and all that, you know, like, I think people have a greater appreciation for it. Like, you do an awful lot of social media, like, you did that um, cover on the beach during the summer, like, that was brilliant. And, like, oh, the fact that you yeah. could do a social... Yeah, that was like, like Gillian's idea. Gillian kind of, I, I think that was, like, very spur of the moment. Gillian texted me one day and I was like, well, do you want to do a Just Like Heaven cover on the beach? It was a really nice day. The weather was really nice. And I was like, yeah, yeah, let's do that. And, and it was uh, perfect. It was yeah. just perfect because it was so, like, it was, it was socially distanced and everything, like, you, you like, it was just it was yeah. it was just really nice and you know like I, I was having a conversation with the group as well the other like the other week about you know like social media has just turned into this whole thing that is negative 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 oh let's mm. attack a politician kind of thing and yeah, yeah you know yeah. it's just it's nice to be able to have just mm-hmm. like someone playing a guitar or someone just playing music yeah yeah, yeah. that makes mm. such a difference to people like when can just sit back and go oh thank god there's no one trying to choke each other out like (laughs) (laughs) yeah there was no like movement or anything it was very much just like oh yeah we're we're a gender cover martians please listen to us for three minutes and (laughs) would you be planning on doing another one when when five kilometers is obviously lifted yeah definitely definitely, yeah I think Christmas, uh, we, we learned a few, we, we learned a few new covers that we were kind of, uh, that, that sort of period between, I think it was like the start of December or whatever, when lockdown was lifted again. Uh, we did a few, I think we did, what did we do? We did the Suburbs Arcade Fire. We did a few Fontaine. 
Oh yeah, Killian. Yeah, Killian's got something special. He's got something special. Uh, yes. So, yeah, he's come back. <laughs> we do. We uh, we do two um, Fontaine's DC covers that uh, Killian, I think, is going to Killian's going to provide the vocals on. So that's that was a quarantine that came from came from lockdown and all that. So the new EP is that going to be one hundred percent original songs? Are you going to do like a mix, or what are you thinking for it? Originally, we weren't really sure what we were going to do. We knew we were going to put out Wandering Eye, and then there was another song in the EP that we knew we were definitely going to put out as well, but we weren't sure. Were we going to do the singles? Were we going to do them, maybe attach it to Francesca and Angel's Call from the year before? Like, but then that was kind of when we decided, ah, oh, yeah, no, we'll just do something completely like fresh now. Bar one song, which we've had bopping around for a while, which is which is, <laughs> which is is on it. I think I've seen him Killian and Michael know which one I'm on about. But um, yeah, uh, it's all original. It's all original. Wow. So um, we have, I think, yeah, kind of at the moment we have it lined up, I guess, to be four songs. Um, now, you know, who knows, maybe that will change or not. But at the moment, it's kind of, we have three done. Uh, Wandering Eye was the first single off that. It's just kind of a shame that we couldn't have, uh, the lockdowns and all that, obviously we couldn't get it out a bit earlier because now it's like, you know, it could, it could be a while, I guess, realistically, before we, we put it out now. But um, kind of hopefully over the summer, anyways. Kind of at that point, we'll we'll, we'll kind of be able to we'll be able to pull it out. But it's uh, the wandering eye plus uh, some more songs that are as yet kind of unannounced. But like they've all been all but one of them played at gigs. Like we've sort of played them live. Like so they've been kind of road tested and all that. Like well, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And what would you have any names knocking about that you could you know drop as Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> your title. <laughs> what what do you guys think <laughs> i mean if there was ever a time to drop a title it's on the radio sock show yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not being pushy okay. or anything <laughs> well, give us a name someone wants to do a dramatic drum roll <laughs> oh I can um, add one in. I can okay. add that in post-production. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I suppose, yeah. Look, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think? We, we can probably we can probably say it. We can probably. I don't think. As long as yeah, you don't no, break def- it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, so the EP is titled Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Jigsaw, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Jigsaw, yeah. So, uh, and there's also a track on the EP, which is completely new. Which was actually Ushin's first. Uh, Rory didn't even write it at all. It was actually Ushin was uh, on the bass on it from the start. So uh, it's a brand new, completely new. Yeah, we haven't played it live before or anything like. But um, yeah, so it's going to be on the track. It's actually the song we have recorded that we recorded sort of uh, virtually or whatever for you there. So you'll get a sneak peek yes. acoustically, acoustically, acoustically. <laughs> so <laughs> we've got. Like, so you're, you're telling me we've live. got our first, like the first insight into this. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exclusive yeah, yeah. an exclusive everybody i know there we go <laughs> that's actually that's a, that's a really <laughs> really cool from name records emails you later and he's like you know we do. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, no no that's, i think it'd be fine that's <laughs> but that's the plan at the moment anyway so we've kind of we very much like you know 95 percent of the work is done on it it's just getting one more song recorded kind of finalizing the cover art you know and then really just promoting it and putting it up and you know hopefully people hopefully people like it anyway it'd be nice to really put out a, a volume of work like because you know so far it's just been singles like so it'd be nice to it'd be nice to finally have like a cohesive piece of work that ho- hopefully kind of flows well together and you know tells a bit of a story on its own like yeah so would you be thinking of doing like a a, a virtual an ep launch kind of a thing we are now <laughs> <laughs> Probably to be honest, yeah, because that's kind of the way things are going. Yeah, yeah. 
so whenever again it very much just depends on you know whenever you know the obviously the situation like with the cases mm. and all that so you know kind of whenever that hopefully if the vaccine kind of you know kind of works out a bit and then we can get back together and all that so um yeah hopefully like please god kind of come you know maybe the summer at some point like you know obviously yeah it'll be 100% like but it'd be we, cool we could do like a, a live stream or something yeah yeah definitely that'd be, that'd be cool. But I think I think another cool idea, and I I mean I suppose I, I'll just say it now because um, we're on the news. Again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like I seen I seen a lot of artists are doing like listening parties whenever uh, they release EPs like oh, yeah. a live oh, that would be listening party, yeah. which I think would be really cool if we could sort yeah. something like that out as well. Yeah. Like if we're not able to play together by the time yeah. it's it's released or something, that we could yeah. do a listening party either, which I think would be a really cool idea. That'd be brilliant, actually. It seems to work as well. That seems to be like a huge thing actually mm-hmm. as well, you know, the, and it seems to be successful. Like, yeah. and like, that's the one thing, like, I, I, you know, you could be sitting back and going negative Nancy on a lot of things that are happening now, yeah. but mm-hmm. you know, I think it's, it's nearly giving people a different way of looking at how you can do music and how you can mm-hmm. promote music. And yeah, you know, it's a different sort of a uh, realm that we've all been put into, like not, mm-hmm you know, that we want to be put into it. But do you know what? I think it gives us more scope for future for, you know, like you can, you can be international from your own back garden mm-hmm. at this stage, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's a lot more like, oh, well, you could, you could literally start listening to a band, watch a band and everything. And you mightn't even have to leave your town, you know, like yeah. you can literally get it like, like that. And people mm-hmm. are responding to that very well and sure if that's the way forward i don't think that's like very negative obviously we want in-person live gigs but yeah, yeah you know it's not a bad way going forward either it's kind of taken us over a road of we have to be doing mm-hmm. what's always been done you know yeah, yeah definitely yeah it gives you more scope i think so immediate future what are you thinking of doing more zoom covers <laughs> yeah hopefully hopefully we can get uh do a few more kind of virtual songs and stuff like that maybe yeah mm-hmm. we're uh we were kind of hoping because i'm live i'm living with rory in college at the at the moment so we were kind of knocking around i was talking to uh michael Rushing last week but we were kind of like knocking around the idea of possibly trying to like kind of you know just kind of run demos and stuff because we we have a couple of new songs and stuff so we were kind of work. i mean listen like we've, we've like lots of new stuff that's kind of been bounced around since the start of quarantine really like you know that mm-hmm. we went a long time with playing a fairly similar set list so now like kind of having this basically a year break i guess there's like a year's worth of new material and new songs there and stuff like you know so uh rory has a bit of recording gear in his house so you know so whenever that's viable or whenever that's safe and stuff like you know we'll be uh we could possibly kind of demo and stuff there and do bits and pieces before we go in and actually record and stuff like that you know so i guess it's just kind of about keeping it going really like and you know um and just keeping it going until we can get back to doing live gigs so doing whatever we have to do virtual covers or or or, you know we're kind of listening parties or live streams or or whatever and just keeping the whole thing alive and keeping like you know any people that want to listen to us giving them giving them something to listen to i suppose like you know and then hopefully trying to expand as much as as much as we can like mm-hmm. mm. so i guess that's kind of like the, the the immediate like thing going forward like really it's just to kind of keep working on new songs and you know get them out there and hopefully dp and all that will go hopefully we can we can kind of get that done whenever we can and uh you know it all really it all really depends on obviously the the, the covid situation and stuff yeah but uh so yeah we're kind of just you know we're kind of waiting for it but then whenever you know that will you know it'll, it'll lift eventually like you know whatever it does and, we'll, and we'll, we'll get it done so it'll, it'll get out there 
and um and yeah and then i just we just have to hope people listen to it then <laughs> hopefully people listen to it and then whenever it's gigs hopefully they come and come and see us like you know yeah no that sounds like a pretty good plan like and yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to hearing that new track now because it, it sounds oh, really thank you very much, yeah so if people want to listen to your music and they want to like follow you how can they do that yes spotify instagram facebook mm-hmm. cool and what's your handle hey uh, uh, undercover dot martians isn't it oh, yeah. Undercover yeah that must be it yeah yeah, yeah. Can, can i just ask before before we finish up where did the name actually come from I was sitting thinking about this last uh, night going, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I might have asked, but... It, uh, it comes from a Tudor song uh, called uh, Undercover Martin, but uh, <laughs> we, thought, we thought it's pronounced Undercover Martian for okay. like ages. And like originally we had it spelt because it's spelt with like a Y-N instead of like an yeah. I-N. So we had it spelt like that for ages. Okay. And we were telling everyone, yeah, our name's like Undercover Martians and stuff like that. And then they're like, no, that, that says Martin. <laughs> <laughs> So we're like, we ended up changing it so that it actually said Martian. <laughs> and then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, there was like a huge split at the start whenever, uh, I think like half the band thought it was pronounced Martian and then half yeah. the band was like Martin and then they had like <laughs> had to decide which one they were going to stick with. <laughs> I think the reason we actually figured it out is I think um, yeah. one of us ended up watching like a, an, an acoustic performance of Tudor Cinema Club performing the song and they were like oh uh, this is Undercover Martin and then we just sent it into the band group chat like straight away and like was like okay it's, it's pronounced Martin <laughs> <laughs> it's very catchy though in fairness like it's it's something that grabs the attention like do you yeah. have a logo or anything going as well we do Killian's actually kind of Killian's like the main man but all that kind of stuff so we I think all that stuff is actually on it'd be like our profile picture on yeah. Facebook, say, and uh, same with Instagram and all that kind of stuff. So we've got like a we've got like a dark blue and black theme going currently after Wandering Eyes. So we'll see we'll see how how it progresses. But before then, I think uh, I think Killian did like his own version of you know the explicit logo <laughs> that's on like <laughs> rated like you know yeah. new games or whatever. But it said Undercover Martians or whatever. And uh, we had that, and I thought it was fantastic. I was like, "Oh, geez, yeah, this is brilliant!" And then I remember Killian being like, "Oh no, man, we need we need to change. We need to change the logo." <laughs> I, <laughs> or we I get hate- copywritten or something. <laughs> yeah, because I I like I hated it for after like the third or second time we used it because what I did was I <laughs> basically I used photos of us playing to like kind of fill in the gaps of it as well. Yeah. Um, and then I was just like, like it was literally just a preset and uh, a photo editing app I had, and I was like, no, like you know, we can't just use presets like we need to like be a bit more original so the the new the new one is basically what i did is i got the um i got the uh single cover from wandering eye and i put text text over it and then i basically used the background of the single cover in the text to make make the um like logo and what you're actually seeing in the logo is actually just the, the cover of uh wandering eye but it's like it does it so it matches the colors and it like suits perfectly i think anyway Killian is like 100 the tech guy for anything <laughs> anything band related it's just like killian can you do it like and even when we were like recording during when we were doing our bits individually for the, the song now uh during the week like it was like oh yeah killian will put it all together he'll, <laughs> the crack. he'll put it all together and get levels and all that stuff you know <laughs> That's, it's quite clever though in fairness it is quite clever especially when it's from like like someone could obviously tell oh that must be like the new thing now because the wandering mm-hmm. eye that's their newest single you know like yeah. you, you know it's it's very clever like I, I, from mm-hmm. from a pure point of view Killian 
I'm very impressed. <laughs> very impressed. So if people were to look for you, to book you for gigs or to get you to do any live stream events, how could yeah. they contact you? Uh, well, I'll give them my Snapchat and then we have all our, all our uh, information is on our Facebook page. So we have phone number, uh, email address, all that kind of stuff. That's all on our Facebook page. And then, or you can, you know, message us on Facebook or DM us on on, uh, on Instagram or whatever, uh, swipe right on Tinder, all that kind of crap. So we're all we're ready to go. <laughs> 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 Tinder page, just like be like, hey. Oh, I remember I set I am when I, I set up a Tinder page when we released Francesca at first, and I was just like, I'm just here to promote my single, and I put and my anthem was Francesca. <laughs> <laughs> now that's promo. <laughs> yeah, that that I'm gonna put that on the poster for this episode. I'm just warning you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be our new, get a scoop on the new single and the tinder profiles if you want to cover <laughs> that should be the cover for a jigsaw it's just like the tinder profile and then the EP jigsaw is like the <laughs> suggested and a picture of Oshin, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously. a picture of Oshin. <laughs> I'm just saying, be open to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be wait. honest, I just can't wait till gigs. I can't wait till we have Michael and Oshin on stage, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" We gotta like, I gotta learn the drums for like one song so we can like swap on stage, and then Michael yeah. can play the bass just to like really mess with people. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> people used to mix them up all the time after mm. gigs. They'd come up to Ushin and it was always like they'd always go up to Ushin and be like, dude, you're so good on drums, like that you're a <laughs> I, I think I think more people came up to me than Michael. <laughs> Probably in the end, to be honest, you know. <laughs> I'll get like a photo of, of you, Ushin, on bass, and then I'll just like put the two photos together from you and the audience to go the evolution <laughs> on bass. <laughs> yeah oh but lads it's it's been a pleasure it's always been a pleasure to talk to you so yeah. thank you so much for doing this thank interview. you so much thank you for having us really thank you this is jigsaw by undercover martians enjoy
Hello again. Uh, you're listening to the Radio Sock 24-Hour Remembrance Show. Uh, um, this is Patrick again. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. And I'm on live now with uh, uh, Time Lord, actually. We had them on last year's 24-Hour Show. Um, Dean's giving me a weird face. Um, so, and just by the way, this is all being done over Zoom, so I can see everyone's lovely faces. And do you want to introduce yourselves? Uh, well, I'm Dean. Hello. That's me. I was on uh, last year's 24-Hour uh, for around half an hour, and we all argued about um, Christopher Eccleston was the ninth Doctor for a bit. But yeah, I'm Dean. Hello, that's me. I'm from Time Lord. What position of Time Lord do you have, Dean? Oh yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm the auditor. Uh, <laughs> Supreme Overlord uh, of Time Lord. Oh, that's my preferred title, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, auditor when we're out in public. <laughs> and uh, Dean, would, I mean, Damien, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. I'm Damien. I'm another member of the Time Lord Committee. I'm just an OCM, so I'm very lowly in comparison to Dean. Um, <laughs> I haven't done any Radio Sock stuff before, so I'm excited just to be here with the lovely Patrick. Oh, thank you very much. And we also have Jadzia with us. Hello, I, I'm Jadzia. I'm the um, Health and Safety Officer for, for Time Lord. Not that I have a lot to do this year, but um, <laughs> I do have a position. <laughs> I have an important position. And actually, I should probably introduce myself as well, because although I am the treasurer of, uh, or former treasurer of uh, Radio Sock, and actually now current, I think, vice secretary or actual old secretary, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not even sure if, if it's been formally done yet. Who knows? It's all, this year's weird. Uh, but I'm also an OCM ordinary committee member of uh, Time Lord as well. So it's been a fun year and a half year and a bit was it <laughs> <laughs> don't bring the moon down deep no, no okay well no, it's been a great year it's been a, a wonderful year uh well maybe not this year this yeah. uh, this year has been weird but um, we're gonna keep it positive it's all positive notes it's all greatness even though we're, it, the sad thing is we're not able to do a live 24-hour show this year we're not able yeah. to have it all in person in the studio or anything like that uh, for those listening, this actually is a pre-recorded show as well, so because uh, it'd be a bit too difficult, I think, to have us all together doing all these many segments. It'd be probably very stressful, kind of thing. So uh, yeah, so we've been recording this all the week just re- leading up to the anniversary, which is the first of March, and I really hope this does come together for first of March. But um, I guess we're going to talk about favorite moments even with uh, the 24-hour show last year. I think Dean is the only one that actually was there. So um, I guess unless you want to shed some light on your wonderful <laughs> memories of debating Christopher Christopher Eccleston. Um, well, yeah, <laughs> last year we had um, myself, Donna, uh, Graal was there, and so was Megan, I believe, or at least for the pre-recorded yes. section. And that was that was my first time in the, the, the Flirt FM studio. It was... I was really nerding out because I saw all the like the lovely microphones and the the mixers and I was like, ah, (laughs) I've seen this in movies. Um, And it was, it was, uh, it was, it was really nice. It was nice to kind of, you know, kind of see how it's done and see you in your element, of course, Uh, Patrick trying to make us all behave and stay on topic. Um, (laughs) Very hard task to do. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, no, it was just, um, it was really, really wonderful. We were all, I remember afterwards, because we were only recorded for like half an hour, if I'm right. Mm, yeah. And after, like when you said, okay, that's enough. Uh, Donna and I kind of looked at each other and went, I mean, we, we could have easily gone for another like three, four hours. 
Oh yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah, and I, I think we did <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> we just <laughs> kept arguing afterwards. Um, but yeah, honestly, I think uh, walking into the studio was weirdly enough my favorite part. Um, <laughs> well, uh, leaving yeah. the studio was a whole other mindset. Leaving right. the studio, I was in tears. I didn't want to leave, <laughs> but I think I was kicked out in the end because I was too loud. <laughs> there, was a, there was another thing being uh, recorded at the time. Mm, there was always a queue. It was all a lot happening, all leading up to that 24 hour show, I remember. But also, I'm assuming you and Donna really were eager to finish the debate if the river was going to be a, a way of finishing it. Well, the thing, the great thing is that he's not here right now. So I can say that I was right. And he oh. actually said to me, Dean, you're 100% right. Yes. That, um, that, well, if there's no one here to argue with you with that, whatever, we can, it's the only truth we do know. Exactly. Well, it's the, it's the only truth, I'm mm. afraid. What was the actual argument about again? Was it something about, because he he's a very classic Who fan. He likes classic Who better than new Who. Um, I, I can't remember exactly what it was, but... I can't really remember either, but all I remember is that I won and I felt great about it. Mm. So, <laughs> um, but no, it was I, it was something about Christopher Eccleston. Mm. Um, I remember it started, Brawl brought up Christopher Eccleston for, I can't even remember what the specific reason was. And then it, Donna got really passionate about it. And then, yeah, it, it all just, it was great content. That's all I can remember. It was very good content. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, it was great content. So I guess it, it just damaged our Donna and I's friendship hmm. uh, uh, forever, forever yeah haven't spoken yeah, to him probably. since I don't think is yeah you uh, I haven't you have not spoken oh, oh I thought the friendship was done over with fr- never speak the friendship. to again you were right no it was done uh, but then we spoke the day after and made up and it was lovely <laughs> oh that's sweet so I guess another quick thing though I would say is what's your favorite Ben Donna being a classic Who fan I'm assuming all of us are more new Who fans then yeah yeah oh yeah I've <laughs> pretty much only seen new Who I've watched an episode or two of classic I'd be about the same I think I've seen oh no I've seen two but that was because the old Who episodes are much shorter so I'm pretty sure we had a, like a, a screening with, with Time Lord we did an old Who night or something Mm-hmm. I can't remember. It was the guy with the scarf, like the I don't know. Do you, remember, you know who it was? I think it was the seventh Doctor, if I'm right. No, no. Hold on. Before there's like Doctor Who, if there's Doctor Who fans, they always say like the one with the scarf. It's Tom Baker. I know that, but I think the episode you're talking about, Patrick, was oh, I can't even remember the episode now. But it was the seventh Doctor, and everyone left. <laughs> before it was finished um actually funny enough it was donna and i who st- we stayed at the screening and watched all because it was like split up into like four or five parts or something i can't remember but i think at like part two or something everyone was like it's getting late uh i'm gonna just i'm gonna slide off i do remember that yeah <laughs> that was about right i definitely yeah. saw at least two of the episodes but it's it definitely makes new who look a lot better specifically production value production value is crazy different yeah like the daleks even in that whatever looked a bit a bit goofy i think <laughs> that's the charm that's the charm of classic yeah i think yeah but it was still all good all the same like um and would you've been much involved in radio sock at other events i think 24 hour show would have been the main thing you would have done with radio stuff then in the past um, year, year we did something for the sock stream right 
Oh, I was going to ask that next next actually. I miss, missed the South stream, so I wanted to know how Yeah, I, I was on one of the, me and Damien were on one of the pre-recorded sections um, for the Sock stream, but I'm pretty sure Radio Sock were involved in organizing that, right? I think so. I, yeah. I was working I was working a lot of shifts leading up to it and I thought it, I was supposed to be free but then they asked me to come in so I wasn't even able to be there for the Sock stream itself. <laughs> it was busy, it was mad. I'm, I really missed it, I really wish I was there. Like I, I heard Dean did a great uh, great oh, show yes. at the toy show. Yeah, Dean Dean did did some good stuff at the toy show. My <laughs> laptop very entertaining. died mid <laughs> yeah, like, it mid did. interview. It just died. Um, because like it it popped up on my screen. Your battery has two percent remaining or something, and I was I was uh, talking away to I think it was it was Kevin from uh, Potter Sock at the time, and I was texting my flatmate under the <laughs> under like the the table, being like, "For the love of God, come down here quick with the charger," and um, <laughs> yeah, it. it didn't work. Oh. It, it it seemed fine when I was watching it. Um, I mean, it was pretty smooth. You got back into it pretty quickly. Um, well, what can I say? You know, was that your your final end to the stream then, or did you just join 10, 15 minutes later? Uh, no, no, it was it was um. So the laptop went dead, and then I joined quickly on my phone again. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then my flatmate came down. He plugged in my laptop and everything and then booted up and then i joined again on the laptop but it, it was like five minutes of the camera being constantly shaking because i had to, for some reason i decided to hold my arm out but in such a way you couldn't see the arm <laughs> my arm was like shaking throughout it but it brought a dramatic element to the show i imagine like, <laughs> yeah viewers, it was great were like... camera angles yeah mm. very um, suspenseful i think a very intense feeling of it, i imagine yeah, but of oh, course, then you, there was. The... I'm, the toy show sounds like it'd be a really funny thing as well. Like, as in, what was what's the oh, toy you even used for? It was great. It was very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was just a whole bunch of societies came on and they spoke uh, about cool little stuff that um, their societies have. That didn't make much sense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I should already start. To their society. <laughs> yeah, it's relevant. To... Yeah, thank you very much, Jadzia. Yeah. Um, Get yeah, it was, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like um the the theme was uh things you spend your rent money on at conventions um and that was the sort of theme given to societies and they showed off all cool little um replicas and and just uh, merchandise and stuff to do with their sort of society like a book club they brought on uh some stuff from the percy jackson books and, and time lord of course we brought on our our uh, wonderful gra came on and she uh, um, bullied me for 10 minutes, uh, which was wonderful. Um, live on stream. Live on stream. Sounds like quality I, content to me. It but... was the most difficult smile I've ever had to pull off. <laughs> I think. But, what, um, she just start talking about the timeless child, is it? Or... Yeah. I will leave. I will leave this call. I will leave this call, Patrick. Okay, we'll, we'll leave the timeless child for now. <laughs> but uh yeah the, the, the time lord we were involved in a whole lot of other stuff with this the the sock stream as well like uh you two were in the discussion right the discussion section i was um, how'd that go i was in the discussion yeah uh damien was involved in the baking thing <laughs> yeah um yeah we had a 
a lovely time baking a gingerbread tardis. It didn't last for 10 or 12 hours. That's a that's a myth that was spread about. So it didn't um, last for 10 or 12 hours. No, definitely not. It was only for what 30 minutes? Mad by the end of it. Um, and then Dean, of course, had to edit all of that footage, which I'm sure was a delight and a, a wonderful time that he would have enjoyed nothing more than to do. Um, but it turned out very well in the end. I was very impressed with Dean's editing and Megan's baking was fantastic. All I had to do was hold the camera. Well, I think uh, the, which was the, the, the main part. stars were, were, were you two, obviously. Don't, don't put yourself down, Damien. It was absolutely what they were like. There was so much stuff that I had to cut out that just it wouldn't fit in terms of time. That was some very, very funny stuff. Um, I should, should, I should do up like a director's cut. Yeah, yeah, I, I should do like a director's cut and just have like the full <laughs> thing. Um, I that you left in a few uh, Da Vinci's that we specifically told you to cut out of the video, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was going to cut them out. We worried about our artistic integrity or anything. I'm glad uh -huh. we got the editor's choice then. Trump told. I was going to edit it out, but I think um, you or Megan texted me and that annoyed me slightly, so I kept them. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember it was something so insignificant that you said, like, I was just like, well, I'll, I'll put it in. Oh, in that case, I would have done the exact same thing. Like, it's just, it was just too funny not to. <laughs> yeah, but I was, it was, uh, re-watching that um, for the few times, it was, it was, it was very, very funny. Uh, if I do say so myself, you and Megan were uh, very, very, very funny, if I do say so myself. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great I, as well. I think, yeah, it turned out really well. I, uh, it was uh, very well edited. And uh, Jatsia, then for the discussion part section of it, like, was you you were there for that then? Uh, what was what was the topics of conversation during that? Yeah, we were talking about Christmas episodes because the the stream was like Christmassy themed because it was live in kind of December. So we didn't have very long live. We only had like. 10 or 15 minutes ish um and we were just talking about our our favorite christmas episodes and like things that we like in christmas episodes and stuff like that and we we do a lot of like discussion night stuff um at time lords so i think we were kind of prepared for for doing something like, like that we just had to do it live <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I genuinely think you get the best content out of live shows it's when you know that it can't this won't be edited this won't be anything whatever yeah I feel myself anyway, I always find, I get, I don't know, I can't explain it. It's just you get some energy out of yourself that you wouldn't, you just don't have when it's being like pre-recorded, I think. Not to say that this hasn't been already a great show so far. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I like doing the Are you trying to tell us something, Patrick? I got Dean's approval. That's all I needed. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I think you're you're definitely right. There's something about a live show that's just... So I guess it's a connection or something between the, you know, mm. but it's just, yeah, a, a live show is unparalleled, especially when people know what they're doing. But I guess, like, you'll only ever get the true magic of a laptop dying live while a show is going on. You, you only get that live. It's not a, that's not a pre-recorded thing. <laughs> you'll only get that kind of enjoyment, that passion, that excitement. <laughs> Those are things that money just can't buy. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. There's nothing as stressful as that. Oh, well, the, was... the stream was great, too, because you could see, like, the chat, and you could see people, like, because um, I was watching uh, Dean doing the, the toy show, and it was really fun to follow along people in the chat, like, reacting to it. And, like, I think um, 
uh, when our discussion section was kind of short, but I think if we were going to do like another one, we'd do like a longer one. And I think it'd be yeah. great to even interact with the chat. I know ourselves with discussion, we like we even for the socks day or whatever we found most recent socks day, we did a, just, a, just like a casual discussion kind of thing, whatever. And actually went really well. That was really enjoyable. I was a part of that. I can oh, at least yeah, speak yeah, for heard, myself heard from experience from that. <laughs> yeah. I find that I think they usually go down well, whatever. Um, but I don't know. We might do all, some other things too. I wanted yeah. to say thank you very much for being on on the show. Uh, I hope we might be able to have some of you on for the next twenty four hour show that will hopefully be next year. Yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. we can't predict it right now, whatever. But likely, we'll be able to do one in person next year. So hopefully, be on for that. And yeah, thanks for being on. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Thank you very much. See you later.
and that is the end of our show. Huge thank you to our guest stars, Felipe, Reggie, Time Lord Sock, Darren, Javier and Undercover Martians for joining us on this special episode. If you enjoyed it, follow us on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to become a contributor to Radio Sock Talks, email us at radiosock.socks at nuigalway.ie. And stay tuned for more episodes coming very soon. Bye!